Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yes, welcome to the Weekly Erotic Stephen McGinn, the worst McGinn at the free. How are you, mate? All right? Good, mate. Best looking, though? Best looking, absolutely. So, uh, not, not much competition, to be honest. No, no, no. Would you say that? Would you go down as... No, I can't slag him. Who, well, if you had to rate you as one, two, three, what would it be? Sisters of Darling, by the way. Right. Sisters of Darling. You can't put a sister in with the three, then. No, no, no. Katie, me... Paulson said the teeth, John. <laughs> <laughs> what, what dentist was brave enough to do his teeth? It's been some job, honestly. Him, my mum, my aunties have all went since. Oh, have they, right? Yeah. Ten man job, wasn't it, today, Paul against teeth? He's looking well now, but, isn't he? Is he, huh? Aye, he's good Paul's set, got yeah. a bit. Paul has got a bit. Aye, he's not a bad He's the best partner. He's got the best partner, definitely. Have you, do you get on him? Aye, no, he is. He's good. It's good dressing him. I don't want to get into the boring sports scene answer, but it's a good dressing. Uh-huh. Uh, your dad must have the best ball sacking world football man <laughs> he's having the best life ever at the minute we said this he's just in, since he retired plays oh. golf Monday to Friday and then goes to football at the weekends goes on every Scotland trip wow no it's insane Friday Friday all day in London before Chelsea uh, last week so he's just going and doing watching John and I wasn't playing Alawa so didn't need to go to Alawa <laughs> oh it's tremendous so isn't it is, 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 like, if you don't want to say it's fine but is John just like paid their every enough for him and just go and enjoy your life no, they worked hard. Mum and dad are teachers. The lazy bastard, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, he's... I mean, my mum doesn't like travelling all the time and that, so... My she does a wee sell. Sell. Oh, what he's up to doing that. I've joined a few McGinn's in there. Like, <laughs> <my sister. laughs> so right, the problem begins one to eight. Your dad's half five. My sister goes with him quite a lot. She goes to Scotland trips, so... And then a couple of these old pals with you and go to the Scotland trips, so... But see how he always produced three football players? Like, was he... Did he play? Ah, yeah, well, he played at Stirling Uni. He played at a decent enough level, but never senior. Uh, everyone else says he's a good player but um, I mean he produced John and those two are ah. good working hard journeymen where does it does everyone's dad say they were good when they were younger no my dad was terrible oh I mean, my dad kids on his class fucking hopeless man <laughs> my dad my dad said he was good but fuck knows I've never heard anybody else say he was good and then we uh, speak to your dad's pals in the pub your dad was some player uh, your dad was some fighter <laughs> <laughs> I was like my man fucking I know flings him about every night man. I think Cam Dooney played with Harmony Row for six years <laughs> <laughs> uh, who does John get his ass for your dad has got some arse on him isn't he <laughs> no I don't know my uncle, my uncle had uh, a great arse your uncle's got a great arse <laughs> my uncle, I, no, my uncle, he plays quite like my uncle my uncle had uh, the big arse the left foot and that so uh, obviously John's just a much better version he's got the best arse in world football isn't he John so John could be your uncle's see the thing is if you watch any Villa he actually doesn't use it as much as he did like Emery's kind of said no stop using your ass. no people have said it but he has I mean it's quite a lot of chess with Emery 
and he doesn't he doesn't invite contact anymore. He says, "Look, I need you for 60, 65 games a season. Don't invite contact when you don't need to play sharp." So that's mad, isn't it? Aye. I'm off a drink. That's me now. No, Once, I swear, February, no touching it. But did you drink at the weekend? Right, there? I drank the weekend there too much, no. and then that's me done now. Right, well, we'll yeah, speak to you next month. I'm going to keep you updated every week. I'll let you know how I'm feeling. If I'm Why feeling you doing that? Just feel like a fucking JK, mate. Get through the first. I honestly get through the first two weeks, mate. A flying, mm -hmm. a month, flying. It's only when you said that, mate. I actually thought back. I've no no had a drink for more than ten days since. Couldn't even tell you when, mate. Before COVID, probably. Uh -huh. Before COVID, uh -huh. that's bad. It's mate. That's mad, isn't it? That's not good. So, dry, dry February. In good shape. Uh -huh. That's what I mean to me. I did, I should be in unreal shape, mate. I did ten k every day, but I'm still a wee bit heavy because I fucking drink every night. <laughs> oh, that cricket jumper's getting bigger. Uh, well, why don't we ask Andy to rate it out of ten? I know. They're, they're <laughs> Oh, Wait, I'll, I'll stand up here and do it. Right, come on, Andy. Off my couch. I'm sitting in the and our goalie coach writes, "Oh yeah, fuck it, look at her or something." I'm like, "Who's he stuck in? It's huge jelly on the." Did he? Zander, you mad creep. Somebody, somebody sent me right, and I'm like, I didn't realise hey, Andy's message had TikTok, so I was watching. It, I was like, "You were the star of the show, but mate." Was it? Uh, you're good on it. You can Arna. tell he's sitting there with a the pure horn, isn't it? Aye. As soon as the video's done, the clays are getting ripped off. I can't believe you laid there. I can't believe you laid there for so long. I know, mate. What, does she just come and say to you, can you do this for us? Uh, if somebody's asked, like they'll say, can you do it with your, your fiancé or whatever? And then she gets paid for it, so she says, like, see if she's getting paid, I can't say no, do you know what I mean? I feel bad. Uh -huh. But I love that, I could not hate it, I'm mad doing it. Right, so rate his, what would you give that? You go, you're going to put it in No bad, Biggie and I. No bad. 7.8. I've said this about the big man before, I, I think the big man does alright, but we get Kane for wearing oversized, I'd love to see the big man in a bit of. Just a wee bit of a oversized, my size. No, could you get baggy on that? You get baggy on that. You get 4XL for an oversized. Double XL, the best to go, I. What about. Again, I think it's a bit more that, player looking. That's a McGinn trend. Paul <laughs> is a tracky, aye, a comfortable man, but. But the difference is, Paul's has always got certain stains over the front, innit? Aye, see, it before, mate, I'm, but I was. So, what are you getting that out of 10, mate? I didn't early start the day. I'm seven and a half. Aye, yeah, so that aye, was seven, yeah. three, not seven and a half. No, seven, eight. Oh, seven, eight. eight. He likes a point eight. Jilly asked him that, why is that a point eight? And that's a point seven. Favourite number, mate. Because that's what it is, aye. Number eight. What about? Eh, uh, I'll give you an 8.2, mate, I look well. So, I'm the worst? He's the worst, 7.7. 7. Oh, 7. sorry, 7.8, 7. right. <laughs> right? This is all H&M, mate. I know I was going to say, you look like one of these summer models. The one of the what, sorry, mate? The summer models. I, do, I really want the Tash face well. to go, though. The Tash McKinley, you want it gone? It's gone, it needs to go. Palmer's copied, isn't he? Oh, Palmer. No, Palmer that? watches the podcast. <laughs> Starts going penalties, you wee prick. He's with your right foot for 12 yards, though. I'm going to get rid of it, I'm going to grow my hair. And get rid of the facial hair. What's the what's the hair look good? Don't know yet. I don't know if you anybody got any suggestions for what I can I, do. I was in the. <laughs> I was in. No, the, I need to get a box of fire. What's to get to that? Just a perm. Just a perm. I was in that. Uh, I was in for the, the hair transplant consultation on the. Oh, so you are. Where's your specs, you specky bastard? Uh, get a bins. Get them on. Get, get a bins on. Come on, you specky bastard. Get them on. I've got them. Tenth, tenth April. I'm in. Fucking for the shift. <laughs> 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 Mate, you genuinely look at Winston Ingram in it. What is that? Get him back on! Do not give it a peer pressure! Do not give it a peer pressure! Can you see that's what you were? The Farine! The 
Come on, get the Gregory's on, Bill. I'll see you. Fuck off. They're straight out of the roleplay closet, aren't they? Austin Pillar. That's his roleplay. I only brought them in for because I thought we'd a laugh about them. I think you should have, mate. Nah, it seems no, no, you do, mate. Nah, fucking. Do you know what you need with glasses? A wee bit of facial hair. Grow the beard. Nah, I had a ginger beard. A ginger beard. I can't grow hair. Nah. Why? Did your pubes fall out? Aye, mine's the. Did it? Aye. But, but I'm talking about my hair. <laughs> no, but I'm seriously. See if I wake up during. See if I wake up in the morning, mate. What you've got here's all your pillow. I'm saying a dozen hairs in my pillow, easy. Aye. No. Just no, just no strong. That's why. That's why. That's why. Strong hair. That's why. I'm strong with it. I don't care. I'm going bald right, and I've never found a hair. I don't know where the fuck they're going. It's weird. Like, I'm, I'm going bald, right? And I don't know <laughs> where the hairs are. Monday afternoon, I don't know mate. where they are. All oh, right, so you're you're actually you kind of see where your hair I'm is. I'm fucking waking up bald. in the morning. I'm like expecting all the showers clogged up with hair. Or well, see if I'm you're like, in the shower, don't you? You shampoo? Do you know like at the huns? Nah, it's not here. I think there's fucking sure, something nah. going on up here. Nah, but when I'm when I'm shampooing, I look at my hands. No, it's when the window opens the bathroom. The blow has fucking dash off. I'll have it three, four. Easy. Do you? That freak me out. Like a dog. I know, mate. Uh, that was uh, food, what's your favourite? Uh, just before we get into the series stuff, what's your favourite? Your last meal start, I mean. Did it? So tell us a lot about you as a person. What do you mean, uh, uh, like your favourite of it? You're on death row, are you? Favourite your start, last meal, favorite start, meal, start, meal uh, main and favourite dessert? Mozzarella sticks, Fikoyas to start. Decent, not bad. <laughs> would you have a wee bit, is it chilli jam? It. Oh, fuck. Don't mind it at all. Uh, main, don't know what. Cheese and toast. <laughs> Cheese and toast. Don't know. Cheesecake cheeseburger, probably. Mere cheese? Aye. <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger. Fee, where? Where have you had a good, where's your best? Like a, a spicy one with like jalapenos, buffalo sauce and that. What's your dessert? That's cheese board? Yeah, aye, cheese board. <laughs> cheesecake, cheese board. <laughs> dessert. No, fudge cake, ice cream. Uh, no bad. Cold right. And cream. then you could have one drink, what would it be? Pint of lager. What, what lager? What lager? Tenants, probably. Oh, good. Aye. It's Can't a strong meal, that. Tenants. Are you cooked anything good this week? After your Anything different After last uh, Nothing different no But you've no. done all the cooking I never cooked last Monday That was the only day She cooked No because I came straight here for, for the radio I was raging mate Because you know the, radio, like, the the podcast last week was quite long wasn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. Didn't have time to go home and cook So I got a subway I was raging with myself Subway? Mate. I know That's a poor thing Right what's going to do? 20 minutes to get there I'm not getting a McDonald's McDonald's your next best option isn't it? Mm. What did you get for your subway? What was your choice? Chicken teriyaki Oh, no bad. Don't mind it. Wait, I'm right with my health kit you now. Uh, no, I went to Sunday and the mother in law cooked me chicken haggis stuff with uh, chicken haggis was wrapped in bacon with a nice I think it was like a creamy white wine sauce. No bad. Outstanding. Mm. Right, let's hear your fucking Here over the top bougie meal go. Fair yeah. Well what did you have? We got to be bit Dennis and Barbecue Saturday night. Yeah, be Dennis and Barbecue. Now, what did you have? Double um double cheeseburger and a side of rack of ribs, the ribs in there. Oh, we have Dennis and Barbecue. Yeah. On Duke Street. Usually you're some stupid <laughs> pronsive lackey. Friday we got, like, Friday we got McTassos, so do you like McTassos up the fort? Aye. The Greek. Mate, oh, McTassos like up the fort. Outrageous. Dynamite. It's fucking magic. Really? That gyros type thing that everyone's uh, wrapped in the one go. Aye, that's really good. Right, Steve McGinn's on, lads. Aye. Falkirk flying top league. Good, good. Nearly yeah. there, nearly there. No, I mean, still, he play Aki's twice. How many points? Uh, I think that took it back to 11. So we obviously dropped Oh, it's done, man. Uh, congratulations to Mike. will be showing this in the dressing room. It's done. <laughs> Falkirk have definitely won it. Steve McGinn says the league is over. <laughs> we, had a, we had a horrendous couple of weeks uh, with, with the manager in terms of we dropped two points at Edinburgh, which is a bad one. So Hamlet made two points and then we get beat at Bonnie Rig. So obviously, manager being for Edinburgh, didn't he want to. 
don't want to lose any of the game, but uh, I think that one hurt him and it was a long build up to, to Saturday. Tell them what you've done just to get it to your sister. You made them tell I made them, made us play an 11 v 11 with strips, different dressing rooms. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> Managers did that though, didn't they? I That's a mental battle. He was a ref, he was John Robot, wasn't he? Uh, he it was, I mean, it was good. It, it, we sent him home happy, so it was a good standard. And was that a mix? Aye, aye, mix. Aye, aye. fair dues. And does he get team talks to both teams? He took one team and Smudge assistant, he took the other team. But he, he said he was going to stop it and that if it wasn't but it was good it was a good standard it's a good squad for, for the level uh, so yeah that was him that's his, out the system we're going to beat Alwan I do like McGlynn mate. he's uh, very much attention to detail isn't he aye but Aidan Conley was telling me when you played Celtic in the cup you went I know you probably weren't there but you went and trained at a pitch that was the exact same size as Celtic Park was that at Rafe? I don't, at Rafe that was that was at Rafe uh -huh. So like if we are like we are playing on a Saturday, if they're in a away game, he'll bring in the dimensions to the exact same size as as the pitch. And like we did it, we did it before Bonnie Rig, but I don't know if you've seen Bonnie Rig's pitch in that. Like Aye. we are bringing the pitch in to make it smaller, long throws and all that. But in Ashwatuff, it's impossible to kind of recreate it. It's, yeah. it's quite hard to recreate without bringing the body in and passing it. Uh, no, I noticed in the Bonnie Rig game, she your goal. The body doesn't even bounce when it hits. Like, see after the boy headers it. Have you seen it? No. Boy headers it. But it bounces and just rolls. So obviously, it's <laughs> oh, so it it just bounced. Then it bounced, it just rolled into the back of the net. See, you've talked about 11 v 11s when man just trying to shake it up. Should have seen about 11 v 11s he did at Broomhill last year. Oh my God. Maybe 11 v 11s. I joined in. I made Juice come and help take it. <laughs> and I joined in, I was going off my tech. <laughs> I played set at half, didn't I? Aye. <laughs> What's your thinking behind that? Maybe 11 v 11. What did you think behind that? When like he said, stop it. No, didn't want you to do that there. I want you to be here. Aye. So you're actually doing it in play, do you know what I mean? Yep. I actually like it, do you know that? Yeah, I, I like him being 11 in training. I wouldn't tell you what I did, it was when, when Mick McCarthy came into Sunderland for his first week and he just went, right, use 11 are playing against that 11 today and see the best 11 out of that, that's my team on Saturday. Mm. So I thought that was fair. Because if you, know, if you don't know the players... It's always crisis mode to an 11 v 11. So to be fair, Gordon Stratton loved an 11 v 11 every aye. Monday morning, maybe the boys that never played and some of the reserves, but we, we would then play a reserve game on the Tuesday, mate. So you'd be playing a fucking 90 minute on the Monday against good players, mate, and then you're expected to go and do really well on the Tuesday in your reserve game. You're fucked, man. When we signed the boy, Roman Burrell, that's flying for Cove Rangers, so he'd been at Kelly the full season, hadn't he kicked the ball for us in the game, so John McGlynn phoned me, says, what are you saying about Roman? A few of the boys have said he's quite good in that. And I said, Gaffer, he didn't really play right. It was an absolute nightmare to play against on a Thursday. But see the 11 v 11. Well, uh, the manager's like, right, I'm setting the team. Then he would just cause absolute mayhem down channels and well, stuff he, like that. He was always on the other team he was and he would just, uh, uh, that's the worst for a manager, uh, isn't it? He, he came alive on a Thursday. It always happens to you, doesn't it? See when the manager puts out his team for a Saturday and then he puts the jobbies up against them. Jobbies job always up on you, doesn't it? Always, always. See, he's a manager, he must be like, ah, fuck. Aye. <laughs> well, uh, I love his interviews, mate. I, I, I think he, he, he makes me laugh, but I really like him as a coach. Has he gave any team talks or after games that have been quite funny? Nah, I mean, he is quite funny without meaning it. Man, like, the boys, like, the boys do love him, but, like, he must be quite a good manager for fans because genuinely there's no secrets. I mean, he will go through goals, he'll go through performances. In our meetings on a Monday, I mean, there's no... Hiding place. There's no hiding place. Yeah. We get the video up and why did you do that? And So, he is, he just loves football. Like, he absolutely loves yeah. it. You can tell, I mean, we know we're we are playing TNS on Saturday. I mean, we are going to know... And we're TNS are going for pre-match and before the game Saturday. I mean, we'll, it'll not be for a lack of preparation. Same as Bonnie Rig. People say, "Oh, did you underestimate Bonnie Rig?" I'm like, "No, no you've not worked with McGlynn if you think we underestimate anyone." Like, no. we we do shape and meetings before friendlies. Why is that? Uh, 
That's mad, isn't it? Always, every single game. Is Falkirk full time? Are they the only full time in that league? No, Hamilton is no, Just Hamilton too. Queen of South is on. Is Falkirk training at the stadium? But I mean, there was there was a lot of talk last year when you came into the club. It was like, look, if we don't go up this year, we're going part time. Like, there's no one. It's fan owned and. It, it was actually a Scottish Cup run that gave us another crack at it this year. And, um, obviously, we've not lost a game. Four the See, the thing is with McGlynn, mate. See, when McGlynn was a Hearts youth team manager, he used to bash the boys' teams. He used to kick the ball along all the time. And then he got a job with Celtic with Brendan Rodgers and he completely changed how he how he seen football. Really? And now fun. his team's pass it through. through like, uh, he's really good. I like him, mate. He loves Brighton. Does he love Brighton? Yeah, I love yeah. uh, Brighton's his team. Is that right? Loves uh, the deserve ball. Loves it. Football, huh? yeah. Brilliant. Uh, right, Andy, your first start, mate. Where's the strip? Oh, I brought it in for you. First strip, Motherwell strip. I was on the kit man was watching the podcast last week. Under that one there. All right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I under oh, there. Yeah, there one there. Here it is, lads. The kit man at Motherwell Aldo was watching the oh, podcast. That smells like he goggles his breath. What are you doing with that? Brand new. He's stuffing it in his government. <laughs> so he says, <laughs> oh, he gave it. He was nice enough to give me the strip. He said, I watch the podcast, so you can hang it up. Who the, the, the kit man does? Man, I. Aldo. Mm-hmm. Aldo, what a man, yeah. I like. I, do you know what? I genuinely do like Motherwell. We've got a wee boy on loan, Matt Matty, the goalie. Aye, aye. Great kid, mate. Great. Everyone you get from Motherwell are always really nice boys. Better colour scheme now, isn't it? He's a, he's, a, he's a good goalie, by the way. I can't go over the number 11, though. I still can't. Why are you number 11? You're not a sticky winger. I just came in and they, they gave me it, number it's 11. Mate. How was your first start? Shattered? Do you know what, mate? I felt miles better than I thought I would. The first half. But then uh, it was like five minutes into the second half. We've defended a cross that's got headed to the edge of the box and I backtracked a couple of steps to jump and he'd and both my calves like straight away just tightened up. And uh, it was obviously pre-planned. The gaffer the gaffer's been brilliant with me, he pulled me in the Friday. He just says, uh, my plan is to play you 60 minutes. How do you think you would do? And I was like, brilliant. So that was good for me. See, even the second half, I'm thinking, you've got 15 minutes. minutes just through. run to your empty for 15, you're coming half. So that I think that helped because the second half, I did feel it a little bit leggier. Uh, but just knowing I had that 15 minutes, it was just emptying it for that period. But we were good, mate. We were, honestly, we were really good. Not the worst half. point in the world either, away there, is it? The no, the but I think sometimes it's it's even more frustrating. Like if, if you don't play well and you get a point away to St. Josh, and you think, nah, do you know what? Like we've not played well, but we picked up a point. But based on a performance, coming away with only a point was, was disappointing. But that's four what, that's, that's what I said to obviously Paul's in the team. So you, you check the scores at the end. One each away at St. John's, never an easy place to play. Mm. Livingston get beat, Ross County, nah point away for it. And then you get shot down by my dad and Paul saying nah. Should have won. Both of them should have won. Yeah, Peyton aye. had a couple of chances second half, didn't he, where he goes through. Aye. He's unlucky with the first one, I think second one he should have shoot, shouldn't he? Tries to take around the goal. Aye, Theo has a big chance first half. Uh, yeah. and again it was just like territory with Fields if we were running the run the box for, for loads of periods, loads of crosses, you know, really amounting much. But like you say, that's four unbeaten now, so See in that four unbeaten, is it one win and three draws or is it two? Three friendlies that was, isn't it? Two. <laughs> Played three uh, friendlies in the... Two, two, <laughs> uh, two wins and two draws. Oh, I, guess, I, feel like, I feel like Motherwell, that bad run they were on and they've come back and obviously had four undefeated but I feel like the, the two of the draws they could have won the games. Nah. And like 12 points out of four compared to what the run well, was. was 97 minute equaliser, wasn't it? There yeah. you go. So I feel like the, Motherwell, they have turned the corner for the meantime. Obviously it must have been that night, obviously Kettlewell was in... He's called Brad. That's the horseshoe. Man. No, the horseshoe. <laughs> the horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> that chapter. Yeah, yeah, a couple of karaoke songs I've and he's t- turned into a new man. Have I told it before on you? No. We were on the podcast. You, you were like, how did I make it? 18, 18 defeats. And the next day, I had to phone him and ask him if I could get his goalie on loan. <laughs> I was just like, if he's watched this podcast, there's fucking no way I'm getting his goalie on loan. But he's a top man, Kettlewell, isn't he? I really yeah, like so I've, like, again, 
now yeah we've we've spoke highly on but now you're one of the players you know what i talk to highly but he's good again i, I said said it so many times, I think as a footballer, the biggest thing is clarity. Like, you just want to know what your role is in a team. You want to know how your team wants to play in the possession. And Again, like you said, about terms of preparation, we've got naked points about our preparation. Mm. Everyone should know what's expected is going His in. brother's a much better player than what people think as well, I think. Mate, he's very good. Yeah. I, and I've said that for ages, even when he was at St Martin Hibs. Uh, I think he's just one of them that see because he's a 7 or 10 out every week. Mm. And he's just noticed. doing his job, it goes unnoticed sometimes, but... The full-back three, to be honest, at the weekend were really good. St Johnson's only chance to end up scoring for it. They had an hour sort of chance at the last 10 minutes of the game, but we restricted them to, to very little throughout the game. What is it he's a play for? Is it 3-5-2 or is it...? It's like a 3-4-3, three, three, but it's like the box. Box, box in the, the middle of the picture, huh? He's so wiry, your brother, mate, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like, he doesn't, he doesn't look strong, mate, but see, when you get up close to him, he fucking... Is he uh, He just does I, the basics really well, Paul, doesn't he? I, I, I really enjoyed playing with him. He's, he's, he's just... He's get, Better, and I think he's got more of a kind of swagger about him now than he had because he's fit. Six, seven, hi. <laughs> but, like, he knows he's comfortable. He's really comfortable at a level, and he knows he's in like at Hibs. I mean, the amount of times we we play Rangers or whatever, and the whole thing was just like, right, Paul deal with Kent. It's fine, mm. obviously, top player, but you just yeah, he's so trustworthy, and and as the years have went on, you just get better and better with the ball. Remember, we were playing at Dundee, and it was John was playing for St Man at the time, <laughs> and Paul smashed John, and John's on the deck, and St Man are on the counter. And uh, Paul should obviously run back and sprint. He's he seen it as his brother and he's like, you alright? <laughs> so he's like, you fucking asking your wee brother, is he alright? And they're fucking trying to score a goal against him. <laughs> what a boy he is. Uh, Hearts Aberdeen, your old team. Right. Big result for Hearts. When I, I need yeah. to, the first thing I want to ask you is about is Miofsky's foul. I know but you got under the rules of the game, but that rule needs the to be fucking banished, mate. The rules of the game are shite. They need to change that because... Who's sat in an office and went like that? Let's make up if two players run into each other, it's a fucking foul. It was, it was harsh, wasn't it? Really harsh. I mean, it's one of the best goals of the season as well, it's just been chalked off. I know, I took that moment away from him, but. And see the thing that, was it Bering with me? He wasn't even interested. No, he wasn't arsed me. He wasn't even he arsed. He wasn't arsed me, I know. And, uh, but that's the thing now, it's like any chance of getting a goal chopped off or a free kick or a penalty or something, desperate. players are now desperate to get it. But I thought it was always like a clear and obvious mistake. So she on that, so right? We're on that. It's a clear and obvious mistake from the ref. So see if see if Miosk, see if they run into each other. So Beringway's on that way. See if both of them fall over. Aberdeen cross the ball and somebody for the left wing runs. Aye, what happens there? Is it yeah. a foul or not? Aye. I think they'll say that Miosk still initiates a contact, even though it's accidental. But again, I'm I'm with you. I think it's harsh. Mm. Like I don't think you can. It's hard because. Is it still a foul by the laws? And again, I hate talking about the laws because we're going to go into another decision at the Kilmarnock game where you can disagree with the laws, but as if they fall on that and says, no, it's still a foul, even though it's accidental, I'm not sure. But I'm with Kev. Is that a clear and obvious error that that's not a foul? Aye. I was sure. looking, but I mean, you're looking for, has he moved at all in any way to initiate the contact? Aye, like, like even just put his foot out or anything, none? No, none. And Beningamy's no... He's not going to stop the cross. He's not close enough to no, that's like, right. actually right. stop the cross. Give, give, the, give, the, give the idea of they've always went to VAR and looked at it. So let it play and actually think to yourself, is Beningby going to get back to stop him passing that ball to Miofsky? Probably not. So why? Like, but who, how do you decide if Miofsky runs into him or he runs into Miofsky? Aye. Do you know what I mean? I know. Behind them. That's fucking wild, isn't it? I hate rules, Scottish football. See, when I seen that the goal had been chalked off, mate, because what a finish it is as well. That's a finish, aye. Lovely height. But not as good as Shankland's finish. Holy fuck. I think that's the second time. He's only scoring wor he's only scoring worldies now, Shankland, isn't I, he? I, that's a joke, yeah, finish. Oh though. my god. I think that's the second time he's done that outside the boot. Well, he's done it, mate. Aye, maybe. There you go. That is a joke, yeah, finish. It's like that boy that. Um, Stand and start. Like, aye. yeah. 
again, like we, we all, that that technique's no easy anyway. But I think on the run, sometimes it's a bit, a bit easier. You can guide pace with it. Yeah. But the boss still, he's still, he's had to generate all the pace. And it's pff, he's, uh, he's not leaving. It's a good goalie, Kevin. It's a good goalie. Uh-huh. You know I mean? He's not leaving Hearts, is he? I can't see it, mate. No, yeah. well, I've said that. What I like about the goal toys, the wee guy had the boys just like move it away and give me that. Because right. somebody's actually running onto the ball, isn't it? George Grant, I think. George Grant, and he just put his hand out, gave me that, bang, top bin. Uh, what about Barry Robson? Where does this leave him? I think it's Aberdeen. He, said, this, well, he said this was a must win game in terms of trying to get third. They then they now play Dundee at home, Celtic at home, and then Rangers away. I feel sorry for him because, like, I mean, don't get to watch the game, you watch sports scene, and they look as if they played really well. And, and that first goal, if that may obviously go counts, I mean, some of their best performances have been big games, tough games, like obviously the win at Ibrook, some of the European games. You get that, you get it half time, 1 0 in a good performance, you never know. Mm. It looks different, but yeah, tough to lose that game. It's 19 points behind. Mm. Aye. Third, moment, hearts is third now, isn't it? Hearts, hearts have what, 19 points out of 21, I think it is. Yeah. That's some run because at one point. Best, we were, best in the league. Aye, at one point we were, um, he was on a sugary pegging, he? Fans weren't happy. Mm. Quickly turned it around, but oh, hearts, man. See the wee guy that took the penalty. What was his name? George Grant. If you're taking a penalty, that's how you fucking take a penalty. You walk up and you're been a few bad ones this week, isn't there? Mate, it's been absolute shockers. Mm-hmm. I, I can probably talk a bit more freely now, now that I'm not there and all, but I, I've always really liked George. George is one of them where I think he's been unlucky at times about the team. I think in terms of ability, he, he, his ability to unlock a defence or see a pass, get a goal assist. George, what's George his position, Andy? What's his best position? Well, I think when they played the four-three-three, and I think he could play one of the advanced eights easy. But in the four-two-three-one, he could play ten. Could play off the left. I wouldn't say it's his best position, but he could. He could play as one of the two. He's quite, quite versatile. You know who I think I've been impressed with? We are Forest since he came back. Oh, he's done well, Forest. I tell you what, yeah, the yeah. Hearts fans won. They convinced me. My other there for a wee while ago, but I tell you what, he's come in and just got about his business. Get James shots away. Got bunk in it. That's well, that's probably what's happened. But he just kind of looks like a free spirit in there. He just kind of drifts in, drifts out, his shots away, and creates space for other people. And I think I fair play for Young Forest. So direct as well. Aye, so direct. Cochrane's good as well. I really like Cochrane. How high could he could he play for us? Like an Rangers Cochrane. Aye. I think it Brighton, for me it? I think John McGlynn loves him listen we're halfway through the season but I think team of the year halfway point I think the only two cont- the only two candidates for, for me was him and Owen Beck okay. and now Owen Beck's away I, I think Alex Cotton's been the best left back in the league outside that sort of day too so yeah. is there a chance they might lose year. him I've seen they were linked to Penrice they've obviously, obviously aye, Penrice potentially aye, aye, but I think it's one of them I think he's got a price that Hearts are in a financial position where they're not going to sell him for cheap So and Hearts have agreed a pre-contract with Andy and the Faroes County has that, has that been reported? Yeah, a researcher has that what's it mate I'll tell you right now Yandanda and, and, and if Penrice is true or two nobody I'll tell you who else Could I'm be. going for if I'm Hearts I'm going and getting big fucking a younger face at them is it a younger face at them mm-hmm. no but I have for a wee diff- different option up different top. option Hearts have always in, in the past had somebody bigger up front talk about yourself well obviously myself and big Kyle Lafferty and John Sutton DeFries. and then big DeFries, DeFries. Good, they've, had, they've always had Jan 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 Kaus Kaus had, I, King great knowledge mate. they've always had somebody Craig and I always think Craig well we'll not go too far so focus on the good ones and I always I just think I like him man he's like he's a handful he's different aye but is he one of them where some weeks he looks like a handful and then the next week he looks like for the dog and duck aye possibly but no I think in a good side like Hearts I think you'd see a better version of younger what about Barry Robson? Will he get to the summer? Or say he loses his next three games. Who, Aberdeen who, fans are. are who's going to come in and do better with what that? Like it's a bit. Got like, a good squad, Kev. That's, that's what I mean. Squad, so, aye, that's what I mean. So 
I think, I think, I think in certain games, at certain moments, I think they've been lucky, unlucky with decisions going against them. Yesterday, uh, Saturday's game against um, Hearts, the stats in the previous visits to Tynecastle didn't look promising for Aberdeen, and the way Aberdeen's results have been, it only looked like there was ever going to be one winner. But had that free kick not been given, and Aberdeen go one nil up, it's a different game altogether. And then obviously, if you look at the penalty with Nicky Devlin putting his hands up. They two, they're two big moments that they swung that game in the favour of. That's a penalty. He's obviously trying to take. Ah, move his hand it's just the laws of the game. But it's a penalty, it's a penalty yeah. aye, but it's it's unfortunate. But that's a moment in the game where you think. You know what I mean, so it's Barry Robinson sometimes a wee bit unlucky. But Aberdeen have been too. They've sacked a lot of managers. Well, I know ah. Glass never really got a lot of time. Does he deserve after what he done last year? Does he deserve to get the end of season start of next season? Yeah, I'm, you don't want to chase managers out. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what he has done is dug out results when he's needed to and you think obviously Dundee's probably a must win in terms of a league position you never know Celtic Rangers coming up uh, but Celtic Rangers aren't playing great are they? no Just no no, no. Um, so he might need to he might need to get a result in one of them but as I said I mean he's, he, he did such a good job last year and you do I mean the fall off has happened over the years in Europe first half of the season so I, I think tomorrow night's a big one though mm. I do think that this second part of the season now they're out of Europe as well week to week I know it's not been a good start for them obviously but I think that Aberdeen, again I'm with you I think Aberdeen squad's very very good mm. and I think now they're Saturday to Saturday when they keep bodies fit they'll be fine Yeah, we boy Clarkson's a good player as well didn't yeah. I think he changed his position right. at 1-0 they were saying on sports team didn't they Clarkson's at, um, Clarkson's good Mayosh's good McGrath's good player they've got good Barron good player yeah Barron very good I like Barron Duke Duke he doesn't even get a game I mean, he comes on but they should be doing better than what they are. I think that they're in a good position in terms of are they just outside the top six? I think they're seventh, right? Yeah. Right. But they've got games in hand that could take them into the top six. It's just a case of getting a few runs together because six, nine points shoots you up. I know their next three games, Dundee, Celtic Rangers is tough. But they might be the games where you, I think Dundee's a must win in terms of Barry Robson keeping the job to give, give, give himself that opportunity of Celtic Rangers. But there's no reason why I say they can then go and get a draw. Still finished fourth, fourth uh, couldn't uh, they? Uh, they could finish fourth, no bother. Uh, uh, before we move on, uh, Steve Avery, guilty or not guilty? You've never watched Making a Murderer? No. Have you not? No. no. Oh, you what do you watch? What sort of stuff do you watch? I watch loads of Netflix, so I don't know why I never got into that one. Just finished Ken. Ken, Ken, uh, Ken. Ken's What, the first yeah. season or both? Oh, oh Ken's good, mate. No, just the first season. I know, I've started the second one the other day. It's outrageous. It's good. Did you watch the Michelle Keegan thing? Ah yeah yeah. Oh, I know that. mate, but what a load of shit. <laughs> Fuck I've never, I've never seen a woman leave her kid with so many strangers. <laughs> right, I'll see you later. I'm gonna fucking. What <laughs> a stranger, mate. It's a bra or No, but the guy in the fucking army, she just kept like leaving the mad creep who fancies her. <laughs> kept leaving his daughter mum. Oh, it was doing my tits in the shoe. Gaze shot of these, but. How does it look? Zone. Have you seen traitors? Hey, what they suit you? Traitor? No, ah, everyone's traitors, raving about traitors. traitors but can, I see can I see it? I can see it then. Fucking hell. Yo, it's like I, I can't even. Have you still got the Liverpool band on? The <laughs> Liverpool band, mate. Free drink. Me, myself, and I doing on it. So Who shorted out for you? Eh? Who shorted out for you? Jurgen. No, I can't see a hang. No, you suit them. I read, can't read, see read, read, read You that. suit them, mate. You look handsome in them. I can read I'd that. I'd take the clays right after you, then, man. This week we're joined by Steve McGinn. I see Jamie Dunlan there with the glasses on. I see you looks like. McGinn, get them on, mate. No, I don't. Your dad wears glasses, didn't he? horrendous. Your dad wears glasses, didn't he? Aye, and my mum. And your mum, huh? Both teachers? Aye. Primary or secondary? Well, my mum was my teacher. 
No, nah. That must be the worst of it. Oh, is, uh, is it clear now since John's done better than used to that they like him better? Is he the favourite? Uh, uh, aye. That's aye, brutal, isn't it? Aye. So like, if he comes in, it's always him that gets asked questions and everyone always wants to talk to him. Nah, just like, I don't know, just because my mum my mum likes helping people out. And then obviously because loads of people always want ah, shirts and that's not. So, uh, you so know what, one of your Falkirk ones now? Nah. <laughs> 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 They're available, still for sponsorship. <laughs> if anyone's watching. <laughs> Do you still hate Christmas dinner or not? Because you'll be playing, won't you? They were playing. What we did this year was, so Paul went with his uh, in-laws and I went my mum and dad's, we alternate. But Hugman A, we were all off. So we went to John's flat in Edinburgh and had a good day, Black Ivy. It was like in our Christmas. Oh, amazing. Good day. Super. Squeezed in a couple of pints again. Be honest, did, did he pay for it? He paid for a uh, lunch, aye. Oh, what a hero. And then, again, be honest again, is he's hosting their fucking huge, huh? That's nice. You love his hosting, you love it. I don't know, how good, mate. Like, a wee guy that's came to... A class, mate. I love shit like that, mate. And now just fucking living the life. Aye, unreal. <laughs> it's so good, man. What will he do after Fitmo? Who, John? John. I don't know. Don't Could know. he just chuck it forever, huh? Like, no need to do I it. I don't know. I mean, he's doing his licences at the minute. Is he? I think he's doing them together with Paul and Paul's quite proactive and into it because I always thought John would be more into it than Paul but I don't know I, I feel as if John's one of those guys he's turning into a pundit like you stick him in front of a camera and he's just quite a natural isn't he it's uh, like imagine you three as a management team that'd be funny man I know the I'd like to see that like I, I phone him sometimes like why are you phoning me and then he'll do anything for Villa, like media team. He'll just like walk, dress up as Santa or something like that. And I'm like, I can't even get you on the phone. Phone in, but you'll dare Dressing up as Santa. To say, I know, that's it. Right, Hibs were on a 2 0 down, came back to draw two each. Uh, talking point, the red card. For you, it's red card. Never a red never card in a million years. No. Rules. Fit, bum, man. I'm not even going to say it, but the fuck. No, I say it. Come on, Speck. The, 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 the punditry. <laughs> That I watched on the incident. Who are you talking about? Oh, Charlie's been getting Fucking tight. Charlie it? McGrew. But no, but what Charlie's saying is by the laws of the game. I know, but why get involved in that argument? It's just be a football player and stick up for the football player. It was a great fucking tackle. He won the ball. Can I ask you something though? But the fact that a referee's looked at it would tell you that. Refs shouldn't have got a fucking clue. Don't even go to refs. Don't back up my refs. Refs don't have a clue. Should never be a red card. No, get that. But see, we actually watch a replay, right? See where he catches him. Half his studs are on his foot. So it's not even that high. Hi, uh, it, it looks initially as well as if his legs actually brushed along the floor before he hits him. Wins the ball, makes contact with the ball. I get it, you're extended and people talk about this excessive force. Excessive force is the biggest nonsense gone because you cannot make a tackle without the force. It's impossible. So wait, I, for me, there's a lot of them that's been borderline. I remember the Ross County boy gets sent off against Celtic early. For me, that's a red card because he's blindsided. He can't see him. He turns, he catches him like ankle above yeah, the ankle. remember it. He's basically caught his foot. But it's the, for me, he's made never a calculated a decision on the speed of that. Who, the ref has sorted No, the player. The player has made a tackle. He's made a calculated decision. As he's the, 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 what do you call it, the Hibs boys dribbling with the ball. He's timed that perfectly to win the ball. See, if he doesn't time that perfectly, then it's a bad tackle because he doesn't get the ball. But he's timed that perfectly. So he, so in so my eyes. So the Hibs player touches it before I, he, then it's a. It's, so in my yeah, eyes, yeah. he's used his, like, ability, his pace and his skill and his thinking his IQ. to time that properly, to touch that ball and win it, which he's done. So that's, that's a good tackle in my eyes. So had that Hibs guy touched that ball a wee bit further and he mistimes it, then it's a foul. But he's fucking timed it perfect. It's a great foul. It's a great free kick. Mm. And again, I think, that the, I think we need to get away from this. The rules need to change somehow. You know, it's what it's fact, like, the refs, what, five yards for it or something? Aye. And you know what it's like? It always looks worse when seeing the player's so ankle, it sort of buckles aye. like that. It always looks worse, but come on, man. It's, it's, it's never a red card in a million years for me. You've not never. played under Varet. You're legally. 
Just, just the Scottish Cup semi final. Uh, how did you find? Was the game two minutes into it? It was a handball penalty. That's right. Talk about what, right. how important the first goal is. And honestly, I remember you get all the VR meetings and that, and you're listening to their audio and you think this is all right. Two minutes. I didn't even know anything had happened. No. Leon McCann's just for two yards. It's hit off him. And I remember uh, Nick Walsh. I think it was. He's like, so it's a pen. I'm going what? So uh, and Nick Walsh isn't. Uh, he's not even blinked an eye when, when it actually happened. Uh, no, like, I don't even think the Inverness boys claim for it. That's um, crap, isn't it? Uh-huh. But one of the big talking, well, for me, just personally, ex Kelly a couple of years ago, see Danny Armstrong's turnaround at Kelly. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. No. He wasn't even getting on for us sometimes, the champ, and such a brilliant character. He was so important for us, like, off the pitch and that, but he hardly kicked the ball. But Rafe as well, hardly played, did he? Honestly, he was on the bench. I'd say he's one of, he, right now, he'd be in the short list for player of the year. Uh-huh. Which well, cre- created the most chances in the league. Most, most crosses in the league. Mate, some of the crosses he puts in are a fucking joke. Uh, well, he sets up the two goals Saturday, didn't yep. he? That's your dream, isn't it? If you think oh. of peak Aberdeen, like Niall McGinn, Johnny Hayes. Similar. I think Derek McInnes has been perfect for Danny. As good as Danny, vice versa, he's just brought the best out in him. He's absolutely flying. It's, it's, like, it's like he's simplified the game of football, that boy. It's as if, like, whatever he was trying before, Either wasn't he working, but now he just gets the ball, goes one way, comes another way, and puts balls in. He makes defenders defend. But that's yeah. him, uh, uh, and that's like that's that's so valuable in this modern day game. I mean, you've, oh, got, Kyle, high, I mean, high. you've got Kyle Vassell in the box. Like he knows that that's coming. He's a handful. I just think the quality of the balls he puts in is outstanding. Yeah, Kelly, keep him. hold him. This, but, this window. So what, what's Danny Armstrong's ceiling? Is Danny Armstrong still going? Five foot three. Nah, well, the point is, is it, is it a heart? A big move. So, so, so back in the day, you do really like command like a St. Mirren or a St. John's and you get a move to Hibs, Aberdeen, mm. um, Hearts. Hearts. So is it, is it a move somewhere like Hearts? Is Hart need a left winger like Danny Armstrong? Uh, but football's changed. I, 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 Aye. I play with Lewis Morgan. Yeah. Similar ish to, to Danny Armstrong in terms of like, we Danny could go to MLS, have a right good career for himself. Yep. Not that, sorry to any Kelly fans, no. it's in my way, but. No, uh, um, he could go and get that payday because what, he, what he does he? I mean, Scotland, but he could Not go. Sure well, he'll be about 28 or something, is he? See what you're saying, like, and being a, a proper Derek McInnes winger as well, I always think, like, see when you've got like a Vassell and a Watkins up front. So, for example, you put Danny Armstrong in a Hearts or an Aberdeen where sometimes they cross it, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Their two strikers knows when he gets it, a cross is coming into the box. They're so they're just attacking yep. the six-yard box all the time, Matty Kennedy. That's by design that he gets into the back post for that second because he knows any time Danny Armstrong. Even the first one, cross. Andy, it's it's an own yeah. goal, and it's just because of the, the Vassell knows that when he cuts back on his left foot, he's putting that in. Can I make it difficult for defenders? Kennedy's a good player as well, man. Mate, yeah, he's really good, good. player as well. I like Kamal. Oh, got they, they were see, so comfortable in the game as well until that sending off, isn't see, it? See the championship year, see when he came in. So obviously we signed Lafferty, and like he would do stuff. He'd say, right, play will be going on. Like Stephen, blah blah blah, play, but always have that switch laugh. You just go and peel out onto the fullback. Fraser Murray was a left wing at the time. You stay high as well. Always have that ball. We almost play it and then when it's on, hit the laugh. Don't win the ball laugh. Just make sure the right goes to the left winger, then we all hit the box. And everyone so just runs off the left. And it, it was just so simple, but it's so well coached. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's good. Uh, Nick Montgomery. Again, seen a few ha- Hibs fans on Twitter, no happy, but again, he's another guy that needs a bit of time, doesn't he? Hibs kind of just keep getting rid of the managers. He's only had one Hibs, there. Like, Hibs, I think Hibs one, one million percent can he be getting rid of managers because no. every manager they go through, the same thing happens over and over over again. Yep, it's not been a great season, but they're still in the mix to go on a run of games that could take them right into the third, yeah. fo- no third, I think third's too far away, but they could easily go into fourth or fifth. No bother, you look back and think, right, that's not been a bad season because he's trying to play his way out from the back. Even when you saw the boy when he got when sent off, 
Hibs then started like using that extra amount of money to turn the things in the corner, playing one twos, getting yeah, in. Levitt's and they probably, I think they probably should have won it then with the with, with Goyd's <laughs> header. Doidge's chance. Doidge's, yeah. Doidge's got to score. I think he's got he to score. He had didn't he? He had them one, didn't he? <laughs> Fucking. Uh, I don't know where he said it, but they are going to be just going to rename themselves Bournemouth Reserves, aren't they? Just sign it. I tell you what, just sign it. Anyone that signs to Bournemouth's not going to get a game, mate. You're going to, you're going to have that. <laughs> <laughs> just get sent to Hibs, but Boy he's Ma a good player. Boy McCondes got some CV. Uh -huh. Comes, he's been it. How else has he been it? Can't remember now, but it was a last night. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you it was a last night, is it? But I forgot. Are you the same Montgomery? It needs a bit of time. Have you played at Bournemouth? Like played at Bournemouth, I had. You imagine like ten years ago, ever nah. thinking that Bournemouth would be Hibs would Hibs would be a kind of feeder club for Bournemouth. Nah. <laughs> Bournemouth were terrible when I was when I was doing there, mate. Well, when Eddie Howe first got a job, they were League Two, weren't they? Highly two, mate. Pure terrible atmosphere in that as well, mate. Tiny, tiny, tiny club compared to Hibs. Uh -huh. even, even the stadium now, can't be in the uh -huh, The stadium's the stadium. poor, isn't it? Uh -huh. But you the same, Montgomery needs a wee bit of time. Aye, the only thing I would say, I mean, I spoke up, I, I thought he needed defenders in. I right, don't know, yeah, I mean, in. still need a right back. I mean, they've been trying 16 year olds at right back. It's still been a. They've played well, a boy. Came on, didn't Del Ferrier, who was an attack midfielder on loan to Edinburgh City, played a couple of games from right back and. We're nearly nearly end of the window and they've still not signed a defender. So mm. Louis Stevens is forty two now, he's still playing left. Paul Hanlon's fifty five. Uh, these guys, I mean, it's not their fault, no. They've now they they still go out and give their best and do a good job. I mean they get a bit of stick at Hibs, but never ever do anything but give their best. But it's mad, isn't it? Like you've got a guy whose job is recruitment. And we're sitting here saying Hibs need defenders. What the fuck's he doing? Aye, but I think everyone going into the window thought that, that was an area that Hibs were going to strengthen. Huh? Especially knowing that Bashiri was away for AFCON as well, they're already a centre half done. Hey, Again, Lewis Miller's no, but that, that, that's, 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 that's probably helped Hibs fucking Bashiri going to AFCON. <laughs> they're flying, mate. <laughs> Congo beat Egypt that? last night, didn't they? Who beat Egypt? Congo beat. It's Congo. And they beat Egypt last night. Did they? There's a few games in the game. Oh, they a couple of left backs kicking about that no playing, man. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Matt Ritchie. But if they didn't get defenders in, I think top six could be a struggle for him. Aye. Do you think so? Uh-huh. But we have the. Like, Kelly, we, mate, Kelly was so This January transfer window, Sai, the January transfer window, you don't get good players in January because good players don't leave in January unless their contract's at that right point to offer them mega money. And I've heard, Cheers, mate. Listen. <laughs> Cheers. I, I only moved last I mean, week. You're not known. You're not known. It's unknown. It's unknown. I get what you're saying to uh, it will but, be but, but, but my point is, by all accounts, what I'm hearing is hips are paying dough. Like good no, money to get it. I've heard they're paying good money. So, uh, like, there must be, I don't know. I don't know who you could get, like, the summer halves, but. I think a lot of the time as well, most clubs are in the same boat, so quite often when you've got the similar budgets to everyone else, you end up going for the same players. So no, that's, I that's, that's not a big market for... Yeah, Andy, I was thinking this, you'll remember this and you'll remember this. See, see when you're in England, right, and you've always been in England as well, and you're in the, you're in, your, your squad's massive, right? So you've got your first team squad, then you've got the fucking Joeys. See the Joeys, right, that kind of get a game in their team. What are you guys doing? How can the clubs like Hibs and even Celtic to a point... No, go and get these guys that are still very, very good players. What for the Premier League, like? Aye, like from the, you know, like the guys, like maybe I don't know, like the guy that's on uh, the how does it be the wages? Aye, like the, the reserve player that's like banging in 15, 16, 20 goals for the reserves in England, but he can't quite get in the first team, but he's still brilliant. There's quite a few. Huh? Like, Kelly got the boy for Liverpool. What's the deal with recruitment? I, I, I fucking I don't understand. Probably get that money doing the leagues in England. Championship. Aye, without hitting the move, aye. Is it geographical then? Uh, they'd probably rather stay in the leagues. Right, we're on Rangers. Philip Clement said the game was... It wasn't likely to be pretty. 
Sexy, 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 because the the lineup was a bit baffling, wasn't it? Sterling playing wide left. Aye, I was surprised at that. Sterling but again, the, is that a sort of message of they need players in certain areas? Do you think that pitch? is, Andy? Could huh? be. Matondo's Mitton, been injured. He's then came back. He started two games in a row, but obviously the, the Dumbarton and the, the Hibs game. Can he play three games in a week as well? Mm. I'm sure. I, listen, I think it's been reported they've, they've got a couple probably coming in the areas of the pitch that they, they desperately need. I think... It, it, that front three, I think for me is so uh, there's not a lot of options there, yet. especially with Seaman out for the majority of the season. What, what it seems to be, he's going to miss in the next two or three months. I think uh, to be fair, the big Dessers, he's your man's flying. <laughs> You're right. You're right. right. You're right. I tell you what, is he finished? He's finished fucking outstanding, by the way. Jinky, the huh? To take that ring, the keeper and hit that first time the left foot. The goal should be higher, so eh? I goal should be higher, but the wind obviously—that's a factor. By the way, his, his overall performance was good as well. It yeah. wasn't just yeah, the goal. He that looks fitter than the performance. Like cup playing that was yeah. was a lot better. I think it's a confidence thing, the belief thing. See, I think at that time he went one on one with the with, with Celtic for Joe Hart, and he probably should have been and put it away. Yeah. I think you give him that chance now. That he gets takes put it. Away. I think it's just a confidence thing. And you think of the amount of abuse that boy received first coming into the Scottish football and everything else. Yeah, there's still a lot of opinions divided about what they think of him but he scored 12 goals this season I think he's like the second top scorer in the league mm. I think when he continues on he'll finish with 20 goals I yeah. think it was quite good for Dessers in terms of Lammers going so they almost get grouped together together yeah. was yeah. it was yeah. right. very good point uh, they uh, labelled together as the two worst uh, signings uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Kyle and France and Dazza <laughs> 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 seen reports yesterday a, a, a right winger apparently coming in I mean about time or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when was that? Two years ago. When was that? Somebody just signed the right winger. Scott Wright's going to Turkey again, isn't he? Is he? He's back from. Is it? Uh, Brazil. Uh, Brazil. That's sexy. Diamondi from. Much sexier. From Denmark, is it? I like Clamont. Uh -huh. Oh, mate. So do I, mate. Do you know he's improved so many players? Like, see Lundstrom for me. What an improvement in Lundstrom, mate. Actually. I always think Lundstrom, good player, but plays far too safe. See the last, his last two performances. Boy plays for Ridvan, Boy plays for the goal. I feel like I feel like Lundstrom's getting a bit the part better. Like See, I always thought he'd done that quite well. Kat. I just thought he's played quite safe, Lundstrom. Aye, with the Sardi, that be diagonal over the ball. Over, over the, the top. Like, it wasn't just, it wasn't two days, it was into the space for yeah. And it was a nice weighted pass. But no, I think, um, I think I was reading about the stats with Rangers defending. They've only conceded something like four. Four away from home. Four, four away from home, home, that's aye. solid. And then obviously see the defending the big John Suter to try and make sure that they go up the road with yeah. three points outstanding. Aye. Obviously St Mirren had good chances by the way. Aye, they did. Quan had a great opportunity, just snatched at it too late. James and then had a couple. The boy that um, tried to power it instead, just maybe just pass that round bottling. I know it was given offside. offside but I, think, that was I that. think if it have went to VAR, I don't think it would have been ruled offside. Mm. There's definitely been an improvement in Ridvan as well now. I, mean, I, 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 I like Yilma. Yeah. I, I think he's quite tidy. He gets but, um, forward really well now. He does get forward very well, but I think I think um, Rangers obviously need improvement. They've got to, they're trying to sign players like everybody else, but um, there were two games in hand over Celtic. They managed to win them up until that point, and it looks like two points. And they obviously Celtic go and beat Ross County. It's back to five. But Rangers just got to keep grinding away, winning res results, and see what happens. But see, it's I, going to be close. See, I know, I know. 
listen, I, again, I watched I watched the full game, it wasn't great, but you've been there for three weeks, you're coming back into three games in a week, Dumbarton's pitch was horrific, right. then you're going to Easter Road and sitting on the way, two tough fixtures, yeah. mate, so see you go and win the three of them, regardless of how the, any performance was, even yeah. though the, the, the performance against East, uh, Hibs at Easter Road was good. He's definitely made them harder to beat, hasn't he? Ah, yeah. Better off the boys, well. and I think that's what gives them a chance of the league. Definitely. I still make Celtic favourites, but I think how they are defensively is what's giving them a right. It's chance. not just defensively, Andy. It's the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper's outstanding. Ah, he's winning them points, Kev. Yeah, he's, he's, he's outstanding. I don't care what anybody says. He's but they need attackers this window, yeah. and he's ruthless as well because Sifuentes and Lammers are off. That's that's what you do. They're not good enough. Get them at the door. Mm. They're just um, two horrendous signings. Huh? Good money paid for both. Am I right in saying that? Well, Lammers was well, money. I think Sifuentes was six months left his contract. I think it was like a million or something like that. But he's not really had that much of a run. But it's got to be said when he has played, he's no, he's no setting the world alight. That's for sure. No. So he's obviously came in, had a look at him himself, and thought he wants better in that area. One midfielder who did set the world alight, and just Steve Davis, and I see time. What a what a football player! Eh? No, I've, I've I've spoke to a lot of people about him, and I think I've who have you spoke to? What names? Hey, George McCartney used to play with the Northern Ireland squad, and that, and he said he was one of the best. Amazing. He's played with a very, very tidy footballer, by the way. Never never heard a peep out of Stephen Davis like in the media. He lived his life well, looked after himself and played right to a good age. What was he, 40? Was he shy of 40? Same age as Louis Stevenson. Late 30s, for sure. Aye, um, nah, well played. To beat Rangers two, two periods through, two different times. Then he was a caretaker, but that was a dream come true as well, because I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm imagining to be a Rangers fan. So. No, he's a massive Celtic fan, mate. Is he? <laughs> uh, so, nah, uh, fair play. Craig, you're the, the most capped British footballer. That's right. Of all time. You play against him, Stan? Aye, it was so obviously the question you get asked in England, just my first spell at St Martin, it was like, who's the best player at Rangers? Who's the best player at Celtic? All that usual chat. And you've got guys like Ferguson, obviously Mendes, uh, but Stephen Davis was always one of mine. Because he's like he's he was never like physically like really strong. He wasn't quick. Whatever. He was just some player. Do you know what I mean? He was one Aye. of those guys. you couldn't. It's a bit like how I describe a Nakamura. Like you should. You think I'd be able to get into him? Uh, could, could hardly get near him. Honestly, he was just if you got too close to him, you just play one touch. If you let him stood off and he dictated the game, some player. That isn't. That's what his decision making was incredible. Uh, if somebody uh, came tight down, he just. Popped I still, up I still head. don't think since he left Rangers from his second spell, they've replaced him in terms of dictating the game. I know yeah. Lundstrom's kind of come on to. Came on to a game, but I still thought that was an area they could uh, bullet to replace him. Great guy as well. Is he top man? Great guy. Like so, you're talking about he's the most capped outfielder in, in, in Britain, but so humble, just down to earth. Would help anyone. Brilliant addition, but I, in terms of a player, man, like see in training, like was he head and shoulders above everyone else, Steve Davis? Again, uh, I say this. I, I reference I saw a time to young players. It's he does the best. He does the basics better than well, anyone, and that's why he's so good. He doesn't get the ball. He doesn't take six touches and then ping a sixty-yard dag. He gets the ball, and keeps it moving. He passes forward when he can pass forward. He'll never lose the ball. And again, you're talking about in tight areas. For someone that's no big in stature, big physically, he just uses his body well to shift it and just play. And aye, for, he, he's he'll definitely be one of the best that I, I played with Mackie for sure. What about type of guy? Does he like drinking that or? Aye, he does, but again, even then, he's still quiet in the drink. He's not even got that mad side in him. He's just that, just down to earth, humble guy. It's just had some career, but you could, you would never tell a difference. But you think he'll go and be a manager? Do you know if that's what he wants to do? I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't, especially considering he's. I know he's done his badges. He's obviously had that caretaker stint at, at, at Rangers, and it's probably one of them where it's sort of been thrown upon him, and he's didn't want to say no, but. Yeah, he's probably had a wee taste for it now that he wants to try and get into it but mm. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a bit of time off with the, with the family because people forget he's been rehab for six months he's been, he's been trying to get back fit to play football yeah. again 
But, uh, you'll hit a few quid not... as well, won't you? Oh, you'll hit a few quid, aye. Fair play. I'm a few quid, alright. That's your dream, just to what? be rich, isn't it? Aye, rich, mate, aye. Never play and be rich. Third, third, a uh, sub that never gets used at a big club, mate, the best. A Carson. Sit with a big jacket on every Saturday <laughs> to enjoy it. Watch the money go in the bank, mate. You, you're the same, and I can tell. Scott Carson. Oh, I was delighted when he, see, when he came to Dundee, mate, it was another player ahead of me that I was guaranteed I was the player that I was fucking buzzing, mate. Uh, right, Celtic are booed off uh, after a 1 0 win. What's your views on booing teams that have won? Hey, my views are that. You've booed your Condorit team a couple of times, mate, coming off the pitch. Booed at half time. My, my views are that. My views are like. Imagine you get the pairs to boo them off. There's something, there, there's something not quite right when you're booing a team for winning 1 0 at home. I understand that it might not have been the most convincing win in terms of how many goals they scored, but they had enough opportunities. If you look at the penalty, you look at um, Bernardo's chance, you look at um, Carter Vickers, has a great, uh, made a great head of the, the keeper, the great save. Sanchez there to win the game 3, 4, 5 it just looked a wee bit uncomfortable because Joe Hart's had to make a save in the 92nd minute which was pretty straightforward for him I Ross County have been on a horrendous run I know I know I know they have but they've just Ross County have also signed about 3 or 4 players in January it was a completely different new look team a new mm, style of play so, six, six new six, six new, new right. so they, they, they actually started the game quite well and got, <laughs> lost a shot they, they took the kick off made some lovely passes under the press and then the fucking they just fell to pieces after that mm. and then obviously Celtic fans are booing and I think they're booing because they want to see better signings coming in the door I think that's where their frustrations are but, but do you also think they want to see a better brand of football well that's another thing because obviously you've said it you've been quite vocal in the past we um Ben and Rogers, it's quite labelled sometimes. It's like there to there to there to there to there, and it comes back in, it comes back out. Whereas was Ange was quite fast, and mm. players were inverted, and it was all over the place, and it, but it worked. Kyogo scored eight goals. I know. It's not a horrific brand of football, though, is it? No, it's not. No, it's horrific, not horrific. But it's it's boring. What you were watching last year. It's boring. Would that have been the case if anyone replaced Angel? I think so, mate. I said that. Aye. I think it was just such a hard job to replace somebody like him. Eh? Have you seen a lot of them this year? Aye. Would you make them? Probably. I mean, my take on it was a wee bit. I think the fans are worried to have a month like they had um, with that Hearts Kilmarnock. They're a wee bit. This is, and they were told after the games, it's going to, we need quality in January. And then all of a sudden, I mean, if they'd said, look, bear with us, this is a horrendous run of form, we'll get better. And then they finished, they, they were good against Dundee, good against Rangers, good against, um, what was the last one, St. Man? If they'd said that, look, don't worry. But I think it was a, we need quality in January. And then all of a sudden you're into the, okay. the last week of the window. Nobody's come in. There's no talk of anyone coming in. The manager's kind of playing it down. And you go 1-0 up after, what, 30 seconds or whatever, 40 seconds. Yeah. And you struggle to... Because Ross County, I mean, Jordan White's is a decent chance. I think the... The, the header, the boy's got to score, isn't he? Score, yeah, yeah. What's it? For the corner, Ross he's a bad boy header. puts it over the bar yeah, after that one. Mm. Uh, Sims. Sims, I mean, that... That's one each. That's. I think Jordan White's trying to put it into that corner, yeah. and he's just dragged it. Two chances after the centre half came off Carter Vickers. Aye. Again, playing sixty minutes. It's, it's, it's no, it's no pretty to, to 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 look at the the situation in terms of some of the players that Celtic's paid to to bring in, and they're now being like the Rangers situation with Lammers and Sequinters. They're now being looked like the brochure that looks like they're trying to get away and stuff. That's no ideal, but. I'm pretty sure that if you look at the, the balance sheet there, we sold it how much, I think it was £72 million or something. There's money there to spend, but you can't kind of just go out and spend it for the sake of spending it. It needs to fit the model, it needs to fit the, the right criteria, because if we keep continuing the way it's going 
It's going they to need to back now, don't they? Oh, well, Gregor Taylor, Greg Taylor's been very, very good. But even when, when he is number one left back and fit and playing, he still needs competition mm. to push him on to be even better. So a left back, I, I think the boy own bet would have been ideal, but he got on for Liverpool and that kind of scuppered that. But, um, I'd be raging if I was on back by the way. Oh, mate, tell me about it. On on I'd, be, I'd, I'd be buzzing, mate, back to no playing again. <laughs> <laughs> back to the Because Andy Robertson's now back fit. Aye, yeah. he's not going to so play. He'll like probably play that. He'll probably play that. Is that true about the two, 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 two teams? I went up to three. I thought he could play for three clubs now. No, no I'm sure, I'm sure that's him done. He can't, he can't, he can't go. Can't get him unless he goes back to Dundee again. That's uh, I wonder if you challenged that legally, if it would actually be allowed. What a load of shite that is. 20 minutes, man. I just, I mean, when I think of Celtic signings and stuff like that, see, like, Macondas, everything you read for the Hibs fans was like, right away, you could tell he's going to improve us, he's going to make us better. Like, I think everyone, every fan, I suppose, I know it's easier said than done, but once you see a player come on right away, I, I don't know if you ever remember Nakamura's debut. Nakamura's debut for, it was one of the best debuts I've ever seen right. just got out to him you think oh my god this guy is unbelievable and, uh, well, and he was just in the door and they played him straight away yeah yeah. he came on as a sub right. I don't know he like, landed or whatever but sometimes some of these players they don't feature for like a month or whatever yeah, I, yeah, I get yeah. what you say he, 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 I think there were players thing. to come in that hit the ground running the fans get after seat and go oh wow what a player we've signed but everybody that they've signed if you think of Palmer Coon because um, obviously couldn't come on there 36 I think he only got half an hour on Saturday so still, I'm still the jury out in him how was he? Uh, well, my bra you got to see that TV? Um, no my bra said this he's no much it just looks similar to what we already have but then that's like but it's half, to half an hour you can't even judge but like even I'm not just saying as you see but like Paul would say about Andy signing he'd be like we know what we're getting like good solid signing he's going to be good in the dressing room he's going you know what I mean you know what you're getting aye whereas like some of the signings you're like what are we getting but then see, could you also say the same thing like when they signed Matt O'Reilly do you know what I mean? There was a thought. but right away with him and Hitati, but you could tell we're players. That's what I was going to say. That I think that's a football thing where I think you watch somebody for one week's ten of a game and know. Maybe it's hard saying you know for sure, but you straight away think he's shite or he's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's going to be you good. You know yourself games. when you've come into teams and you think somebody's walked through the door and you think, "Fucking hell, man, he's pish." But how many people? And they don't ever uh, get any better. How many people are unsure of Bernardo when he was in and out of the team, and then he gets around the team and look, look. But I always thought again, that's what I'll I'm talking about. What a Celtic players within the dressing room think when they're watching him every day. I think he's good, man. He's yeah, got to play. No. Do you know what I mean? I think it's different in I that scenario. That, oh, Bernardo, the, 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 the writing was on the wall there because he always got a start in the Champions League. Why did he get a run in this game, more games in the Champions League? Because obviously there was something there that, and it was just the league form he had to pick up, and he has picked that up, and he, he does look good, but. I see the day there was there's links where like, I think Eddie Howard ruled out a, a, an option to go and get Matty Target. I said, no, is it Matty Target at Newcastle? Aye. There must be the likes of a Matty Target that's playing on the periphery of England that could get come up to Celtic and give them that boost where the fans think, oh, he's a good player. And if that player doesn't work out, then that's just what happens. But because Celtic's buying in unknown players that nobody really knows. But but see, when you're saying this about going and, like, go and get these guys that you know are tried and tested, like they went and got Shane Duffy and he was hopeless. Ah, he was fucking hopeless, but... And I think it, it, like, Celtic fans aren't happy with these projects signing, but that's what's worked for Celtic over the last years. That's why they're battle sheets where it is, because they're selling boys for cheap, they're doing well for a couple of years. And I get the, the, the argument where people are saying, but if I want to improve in Europe, go and sign these nine, ten million players. But sometimes... Something who, they don't who, want. Well, who would have seen that Carter Vickers was going to be a, a sure thing when he came up? He wasn't, he was a gamble. Do we think well, he was on the Celtic Celtic when he had an option, so. Yeah, but. Do we think that I think Celtic will have somebody in before the, the door. I'd be amazed if he don't sign enough. In what position? 
I would like to see another striker. Well, they're talking about Boy Van Hooy, don't get in the Fabian. Ah, I've seen that. He's a favourite at Bologna. Well, that's Derek about one thousand. Get the first game. I left back and a striker. I, I, I'd expect. Well, who would play up front? I mean, if save Japan play South Korea in the final, so there's no Maeda, no. What if Kyogo get injured or suspended? Who plays up front? That's I mean, the one injury away for Kyogo, and I say, say one injury away for Kyogo for for having a disaster. Kyogo's only scored eight goals, so. In terms of relying on. But see, on the goals, goals Kev, I was going to ask you, have you seen him miss a lot of chances, Kyogo? No, because he's not had any. That's what I'm saying. Aye. Still didn't need to maybe. What I liked about Clement when he came in was he never moaned about any of the players or what he had. What he went out and did was he went and became the coach and coached the boys better. and made them better. Yep. Made them believe in themselves. That's what you do. Sometimes I. They're not doing well now, but if I just keep working him, keep working him, he'll come good because I need to see the good in him. Yeah. I've got no other option. Whereas what we're getting it. is, is we're getting his negativity all the time is I need to do this and I need to replace this. But then they're not coming in. So sometimes the, the noise coming out is getting the fans thinking, aye, that's what we need. But there's nothing coming back in. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. It's right. well, if you think one. it's hard for Celtic to get players, poor Davy at Livingston, man. <laughs> 4-1 and did you hear him after it? Like, oh mate, I listened to his... That must be the hardest job in British football. It's really difficult because for f how many years have been? Four, five, I don't know, whatever years they've been up, they, they have punched above their weight for so long and I don't think the the the, the SPL now is of a, of a strong SPL because if you look at Hibs, Aberdeen, they're all struggling. But even Levy's struggling massively. So if there was ever a time for Levy to try and kind of be more stable this year was this season, but I think it's just a bad... Have you you made some... Put your glasses on, because you're actually looking... You're sounding clever. Like, <laughs> no, when you, watch, <laughs> uh, when you watch the highlights, like, Levy actually played well. Yeah, they started off, played well, a couple of good opportunities, and then moments of madness. Well, can I say on that? Because this is what I was talking about with Rangers, about oh, it's the pitch and it's the wind. People add me all the time, oh, you can't play football at Livingston. She'd done these first two goals. Brilliant, mate. Aye. Passing through the lines, yeah. one touch football. Of course you can, man. I assist for Levy's defender, but. What, the first two goals? Yeah. Who was that? McKellen played in the corner. Penrith tries to clear one, didn't he? And sort of slaps it to back to Back to Yoko. Back to Yoko. And then the boy. Was, uh, the right centre half for a second. Try to lay the ball to midfield. Played a one two, slipped him in, put it away. There was some good football to an athlete, didn't No, So for the second goal, McKellen and Merlin's one two. But I mean, it didn't come through. It through everyone. Third goal. Fucking low. So Levy's got to go back. Mad. Hump oh, up the park. Madness. Maybe that's a deal foul, with. though. <laughs> that's a foul. Do you not think that's a foul? No chance. That, Do you think it's a foul? No chance. That's a foul. No, I like, think he pushes Penrice in the back. No, no chance. Imagine being David Martindale when you get it back to 2-1 just yeah, with a penalty against 10 men you're thinking right here right. we go a minute <laughs> okay, Can I ask you what's the difference between the penalty Levy get on Jason Holt to the push for the goal? They're the exact same and one's a penalty and one's not a foul? Oh, I don't know nah. That's a, penalty, a foul for me I, I'm not sure the penalty's in the box I know which, which sort of touch uh, and go I, 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 I wasn't sure if that I was can, a penalty can I also tell you I think that's one of them that the referee doesn't give that as a penalty if he knows it's in the box yeah. I think he gives it because he's like oh, I'm going to kick here then be like oh, that's in the box mate <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> penalty <laughs> but I tell you what what is, what is clubs with penalties this, this, yeah, this no, year how many penalties have you missed in this field? The penalties are absolutely. Palmer's penalties are no great, but Shinny's penalties, it's a poor penalty. Yeah. Uh, he's Davy saying that that's him in the championship now. He said that. Would you agree? I think At I this rate, he said that. Yeah. Uh -huh. I kind of see, um, see them getting any better. It's just, it's just loads of individual errors. And as a manager, how do you change that? 
because you don't have the players to swap them over, swap them in, swap them out. It's not as if Davey can say to the two centre halves, right, see, you used to up the fucking road or bring in the R2, but he doesn't, probably doesn't have an R2 to come in. See, I didn't know if he was trying to take, like, try something different because he's tried to have a go, he's tried a few things, and I don't Aye. know. See, sometimes when a team gets relegated and all of a sudden they start winning games, I don't know if he's maybe going to Aye, work. I, 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 I'm just, we're done. This is pressure, my fault. Take the pressure this is my fault. Head. Look, let's go and finish the season, finish it strong, take a bit of momentum in and just try it's something Andy's different. Andy's fault for not going alone there. But this Aye. is this is the most negative I've seen, even earlier on in the season. This is the most negative I've seen, Davey. So it obviously doesn't rub off well on players, does it? Because even like Stephen Kelly, one gets uh, played back to Stephen Kelly. Back and just, that's a bad, He bad. just looks like he's so short in confidence, doesn't he? Make Stephen Kelly's a good player. But stabs it, doesn't he? He just stabs it and ends up looping. Actually it. hits the bar. The wind fucking actually helps it and it hits the bar. Am I right in saying living in Ross County play each other tomorrow? That, so that should be behind closed door, that. <laughs> they should they should make that behind closed I, door. I thought they were the next. If anybody's got any young kids and kind of get them to sleep, take them up to that game tomorrow night. <laughs> I don't know by the way. I think that could be a bit. Could uh, be a six five. Uh-huh. Tomorrow, aye. Livy, Livy, Ross County tomorrow. Behind closed door. Let's make that behind closed doors, mate. Where that? I'm sure it's Livy. Aye, Livy. Shouldn't they, ju- they should just not even announce the score. Just put the points on the board at the end of the night. Shouldn't even tell people what the score is in that game. If Ross County win that, then. You, that, then that's a, that's a what's Davy going to say Davy obviously said on Saturday on the radio that if he felt by walking away that would help the club then he would but then he, he obviously backtracked a bit and I'm like he doesn't fucking know what to do how can he sack yourself mm. but is there a glimmer of hope with the fact that Derek Adams does keep hearing Meltdowns he didn't after the weekend though, huh? Uh, because he's got his own players in there. Uh, he can't announce on it. See, now you've brought your own players in, you can't. Like, see what we've done? Come to Selig Park. <laughs> <laughs> will, they, will they finish second bottom for you, Ross County? Hopefully. Use, hopefully, so it's no mother, will. So it's yeah, no exactly. mother. I like it, Stephen. Who else would be no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think St. John's is at the woods yet. Yeah. They had that initial kick, didn't they? They had the kick, and then obviously, no, that's not coming from Andy, but I spoke to. George McCartney somebody and they said that um, Motherwell battered St Johnson and Motherwell shot up I need to know who Dan Kevin I don't want to chuck him under the bus um, no live in there but I'll tell you later I know but I don't think St Johnson because of that like, can still dig it a point aye they'll be like that under Levine even aye. when they're not playing well they'll, they'll dig results at, and then they'll play well maybe win that game 1-0 next day against someone aye aye Brilliant, that's just done with the football for the weekend. We're on Steve McGill. Oh, let's chill, boys. Let's sit back and question just, the man. Just, uh, we're not going to just talk us through your career if they start to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just tell us five question. or six funny stories while you're at it. That's everyone turned off. <laughs> right, mate, broke into the team. What age were you? Uh, I think uh, my 18th debut was my first start. Your 18th birthday was your first start. What year was that? 2006. You scored at Celtic Park, remember it? Was Did it you? Your first goal? The uh, debut? Mate, have you not seen his goal? On his debut, he fucking stan- is it Stange? <laughs> Stange at the Celtic Park, didn't you? I was remember sitting in the crowd, Big buzzing. I was in the plane. But it was a score. Stuck it in the Stange, yeah. Uh-huh. five one. Oh, bro. Ah, but it was a fucking belter, mate. It was. It was just one of those. I'd been training with the first team for a bit. We did a few injuries. I think we got beat the week before, and the manager just pulled me in on the Friday and said, "You're playing tomorrow." And see so that way, you're just like, because by si- see after I scored, I scored. I don't know, just right after half time. See by sixty minutes, I was finished. Talk about your calves. I was calves, hammies. Because uh-huh. like, what was your score at the time? When what was your score when you scored? One each. Uh, that's to right. Make it, it one each. That's yeah. right. Aye, they were just. I mean, we used to go obviously with the same game plan, four five one, and um, just half time one 0 But 
the ball just dropped to me at the edge of the box. I mean, I, I don't think I can do that, honestly. I don't know what I've done. You watch it back sometimes and you think, why was I shooting? Uh-huh. Should have just laid it wide and then get back behind the ball. Uh-huh. But uh, now nah, it was some buzz. I mean, just going there, like, there was a Celtic fan growing up. Used to go with my dad. My granddad was the chairman of Marty's, isn't it? Aye. Well, I don't, I don't remember that era, but... Uh, uh, he was taking money to the club, wasn't he? No, <laughs> I used to go with my dad and my brothers and then you just get the game everyone at school and you do the whole the whole emotion of the day and then to score was the thing about scoring is what, I mean people always talk about you get a chance. I wasn't good enough that I was going to get fifteen chances. So right away you like you've been training quite well with the first team, you get into the first team you score. It was almost a bit of relief as well, you think, right, I've no I've uh, no went out and just that's me dead. I just know Gus. Playing against Gus, great guy, but he can be he can be on you, mate, can't he? I've heard him at the side of the pitch. Gus, was, Gus was, uh, Gus was, see how Paul always talks about Stuart Kettle and say, honestly, he's so good with the senior boys, like, looks after us and stuff like that. That was Gus with the, yeah. I mean, our, the first dressing room we had when I was a young boy, it, it was like a panini stickers for you, like, when you're growing up. Like, just legends of the Scottish How who, So who have we got here? Like Andy Mullen. Who are you classing as a legend of the Scottish Cup? Kevin, Mag- Kevin McGowan, <laughs> Scottish Cup winning captain for Kelly. Right. Guys like Matt Riley, eh... Uh, just in Van Zant and Mehmet, Broadfoot, Milne. Oh, that was kind of the later, the, right. first, the first version, uh, Hugh Murray. Oh, Hugh Murray, yeah. Uh, 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 guys like Gary Brady, I mean, what a player. Oh, Gary Brady, mate. Used to see him at the traffic lights at Postal, mate, sitting my, on his way to train my fag at his motor like that. What a guy. We went to Liverpool for a Christmas too. And I, I, I'm not sure if it was a fag or not, questionable. <laughs> 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 he was up in the back of the bus and he was singing jo- uh, Bob Marley. <laughs> so we were all drinking on the way down, he was singing. The guy hardly spoke during the week, just got him a, a couple of drinks in him and he came alive. What, what a player. player. Aye. What he was, Gus, what, was he ever on you? Gus, I, every day it was brutal. brutal. I hated him. Like, I got a great relationship with him now, but yeah. I hated him. It was like, he was like that really hard teacher on you. And I mean, everything was always, I mean, you tried anything outside the foot passes, reverse passes, anything. Used to hear the old dugout at Love Street. So it was kind of panel window. Every time you gave the ball away. But every time yeah. you could hear it on the pits and that. Who was boss? Him or Andy? Andy was brilliant. No. Andy was unreal, but brilliant. Aye. When Andy, Andy, Andy was, I mean, so Andy, Andy was hard. Like one day, he took me had a medial injury, and then the Friday, and he's like, right, come here. Went up to the old away dressing room at St Mum. Tackle that ball as hard as you can against the wall with your knee. Open it up. If you pass that, you can play tomorrow. Stick <laughs> me away for the. Sight. That's quite a med ball at shoot in our nine months. Brilliant, Andy. Cheers, mate. Went from middle to a cruciate. That's maybe when my knee problem started. But pass the ball into the wall. He's at. I said, How's that feeling? He said, That was actually alright. Ah, you're fine to play tomorrow. Yeah, and you played. <laughs> played, aye. Did but, you know that you answered Gus Baxter, didn't you? you you'd had enough. So we played. I mean, Andy always stuck up for us, like young players, and he still played with the reserves with 41, and that he's 41. Like, he was good with super, young players. Super, wasn't he? Centre half, super, sort of. Aye. Uh-huh. And Gus would, Gus would slaughter you after a game, and Andy would say, Don't listen to me, he's fine, you, you were fine, you did your job good. He played Celtic Park once, I was on the bench, and uh, about 10 minutes gone, Jack Ross gives a penalty away, sent off. You know, it's like 10 minutes in, 10 men, Celtic. So right I came on, I, I can't remember exactly when I came on, but I came on 4 or 5 0 down. And I wasn't really to do t- at fault for the sixth or seventh goal. Like I wasn't. I came on, probably adding nothing to the game, but the damage was done. You were just making sure it wasn't ten nil. Uh. So we got in after the game, and it was just nothing to Jack, who's been sent off. Nothing to a few boys that have actually thrown goals in or dropped a man or something. It was just I got battered. And then he moved on to Div Barn. He was another yeah, young fullback. Right Div was right. my mate, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, nah. 
and he, this has been going on for a while, and he say something here, and he like have a go back. So he's going on and on to Div, you know. And I'm saying, Gaffer, why us? Why always like? Why? It can't just be me and Div. Like, so I meant to say scapegoats, but I said guinea pigs. Pure nervous. I was. I'd hate to listen. Why have said why we always a guinea pig? Why we always a guinea pigs? So I can see, like, and at the time it took so much for me. Like, I'm thinking, like, yeah, after I'm on the bus, right, and I'm thinking, like, like that may be done. He might sack me in the morning, but well done. Like, you've stuck up for you. You've stuck up for Div finally, right? And then uh, I think it was Jack Ross maybe come on the bus and he says, we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> the guinea pig. <laughs> I just honestly uh, stuck with you and obviously I was huckled into Gus's office on the Monday for answering them back. Were you? Did they say, did they say it to you? <laughs> no, he was all right. He's like, fair play to you for sticking up for, you, like, sticking up for yourself. You watched it back. You weren't anything to do with the goal I was talking about. So. But see, when you look back, Jenk, you was only doing it to help you? Like how he was with the young boys? Nah, I'd, honestly, I didn't think he trusted us. Like I think he just thought, like senior players, you know what you're getting. Like yeah. I mean, one week I would score. I remember one after one of the games I scored, you get taken off, and I was rubbish. Played against Barry Robson, totally dominated me physically, ran off me, scored. Like I wasn't always good, so he was a wee bit like you're under pressure. He knew what he was getting with senior players. He didn't know what he was getting with me or different that, but it was good for my development. Were you there at St Man when Maris came on trial? I saw. So I was. Oh, I need to hear this. I, I was, but I've got no recollection of him. Training with us Really? No I've got nothing um, Like it was definitely that period But like we were I mean Kevin would have played against your team like, I we was were. thinking When the stadium opened up that day Would you play that day? I played that Did you? Yeah. Can't remember you Did you play the middle of a shug? No So we played like 4-4-2 four, four, With two centre mids Like out wide We were like right, functional That's like, a fucking graveyard shift You dropped that Rose Cuthbert Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Kamara, what a hero, man. Was it Mo Kamara? He used to call Gordon Strachan a wanker for life. I've got Agatha, he's a fucking wanker for life. Bobby <laughs> Mehmet up front? <laughs> he used to crack me up. Yeah, Billy Mehmet. Uh, Billy Mehmet, I'm calling him Bobby Mehmet. That's a Scottish Oh, Billy Mehmet's a good player. He was a good player. I've got Cracker with Mo Kamara. Right, go for it. Mo's a hero, man. Do you remember Carbon on a Tuesday? I loved Carbon. He used to come back to Killian's Flatbox, mate. Great guy. You had contacts, obviously, you know, have to wait in the big queue, right? But I did, not At the back of the queue. And Mo Kamara's bowled past me and I'm like, oh yeah, beauty. had three or four of my mates. Mo, 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 can you get us in? Yeah, 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 and you come, right? Um, you buy me a drink, but and I thought, <laughs> I thought he was kidding, right? Because it was a pound of drink in Carbon. You the me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pound of drink, right? <laughs> so uh, he didn't really know any of my mates or that, right? So he's just walked in and he says, he smarts me straight up to the bar, Mo. So I bought him, bought me and my pals a drink and I bought him and his mate a drink, right? So that's not the worst of it. He went looking for all my pals. What's <laughs> 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 he give me a drink? Individually they had to give me a drink. <laughs> 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 what a tight bastard. Guys playing the Champions League. Fucking hell. That's, that's, that's incredible, mate. I love shit like that, man. But he's a hero so much, he loved it. But, uh, going back to that, like we played we played four centre mids. Like I just oh. I, I just <laughs> know Maris, I mean Mares probably would have been a winger that's really exciting to watch, no tracky backy. Like, he wouldn't have any answer for us. <laughs> Aye. What about, see, early on, who was, um, you ever play against somebody that you thought, I know you mentioned Barry Robson, anybody else that you just thought, fucking, I'm so far off it? Uh, aye, Barry Robson was Barry Robson's a big one physically, play against, aye, physically. Elbows everywhere. Do you play against Barry Robson? Played with him as well. Uh-huh. Where'd you play against him? Uh, when he was at United, he was a fucking monster, wasn't he? I, I can't even think if I did play against him, mate, to be honest with you. But, um, Obviously played with him and we're talking about John having the best arse in football, he's probably the second best. But he, he had he had an unbelievable arse, an unbelievable <laughs> wrist. <laughs> but he was just he was very good at using his body. But again, probably underrated in his technical ability as well, because he had a wonder like, Oh, he's guy yeah, he could play me. See all the ones to be honest with you that Stratton took and you, you see Chris Boyd, Scott McDonald, Big Man. Kevin Thompson, they're probably bigger names, aren't yeah. they? Mick in terms of what he done at Celtic. Rob will probably done the, the best for him. Oh, aye. Yeah, they like him down there, didn't they? They done well. What about older players in that group who were good? Who was good with you? Jack Ross? They were all good, to be honest. Yeah. It was a good. It was honestly amazing dressing room for just learning the game and habits. And but it was it was brutal. I mean, it was obvious the old initiations like Christmas songs and that, and like you'd be getting scudded with like socks and mm-hmm. like like it was and the jobs you did like the duties and that you did were cleaning out the toilets and that it was. But it was a good. It was a good grounding and. Taught me yeah, all the basics for stopping crosses, matching runners. Like that. I was, I was well clued up with all that by the, by the time I left St Man. And then John comes into the first team at the same time as you, is that right? No, 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 no. John so was, John was, what was he just playing with the youth team? So John was in the youth team, aye. And so, was there a big hype about him at that, that, that age? Aye, so when I was at St Man at that point, say I was 18, he'd have been 11 or 12, um, he played in the same team as Andy Millen's son. Right, Ross. So like Gus and Andy would go and watch that team more than they would go and watch the other youth teams but they go and watch and Gus always said see when that boy's 17 the minute he turned 17 he's playing in my first team did he? aye what at 11 and 12 he said that? aye but John was John was I mean John was John was pretty special like young um, Celtic were desperate for him like tried everything in the book to try and get him that's right because Tommy Burns kept you right and Paul used to say to me all the time you're like Tommy Burns doing it here. if we don't uh, try once try again if we fail a second time then fucked it <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> three or four I mean there was two maybe not as much two or three years where everyone else grew and he was tiny like it was, it was tough because you were thinking I mean we were me and Paul were came into the game late like I know you said like, I always thought I was going to make it I didn't I wasn't one of the best players in my uh, school team or that, like, was, that? nah nah I, I was 
there was, there was a couple better than me. I, I was just right. I, I, mad about so the youth, was your youth, your youth career sitting there in youth? I like boys club. And then just broke into the... So like the year, see the year before So that, when you're saying there that you don't think you make it, you're one of the best players, you're in an academy, surely. Some kids don't even get into no, the academy. One boys club. Boys club. Oh, so that's well, like a different... A so different I, played, ah, right, I, played, I played like in the Glasgow schools and ah, right, Scottish Am- in the same, ca- the same calendar year I scored at Celtic Park. That's mad. So wait, talk me for this, you played for a school team the same year as you scored at Celtic Park? Yeah. Wow. Obviously, like he's cut off. I left school and then I went into St. Mum's. Because it was that kind of bit, it like got to the point when I decided to sign with St. Mum. Like, I'd been on trial with St. Mum for about two years. And I was big David Lamar. Two years trial? Honestly, <laughs> it was like. Because our, our coach for the boys' club was kind of affiliated. He took John's team as well. And he kept saying, like, you need to look at this boy. He keeps getting better and better. A bit like, you know what I mean? Give him a shout out. Who is it? Andy Hogg, right. Andy Hogg, honestly I can't thank him enough, he pushed me and pushed me and at that point, when the point I agreed to sign me St Martin, Dumbarton's first team wanted to sign me so I didn't think, my dad, my dad's like, like just go and sign me them, like, just go and play but I just felt like St Martin was a better pathway and uh, I remember leaving Hamilton the night, St Martin eventually said look we'll sign you, we'll give you a year full time I was coming back to the car and my dad's like look, he was preparing and he said look you're never going to hear St Martin again like we're away we're going to sign with Dumbarton oh, so he thought you were going to get released aye we thought that's what the conversation was with Dave Lomar because it was just I mean it, honestly I just kept I just you just get into these different teams like, as I say I didn't think it was one of the best like, it was boys playing with Celtic it was boys playing with like, other pro youth teams and stuff like that and I was just a good solid player on that but you just kept trying to break through doors and once you see in that wee conversation there he said something uh, the whole guy kept pushing him well, that's like you, we can do that's it. Fucking give You're going to be there, boys. Give them a wee fucking nudge. Because see this fucking well done, son. Get up the road. Uh, <laughs> you kept hog, yeah. Uh, so, were you away when John broke into the first team at St. Martin? Aye. Uh-huh. I was away. But he was like, he was, as I said, he was like, not getting a game for his youth team. He uh, was not, because no. he, he was small. So small, yeah. Good for, that is good. I know, we're like laughing and joking, but a lot of young football players watch this. It is great to hear stuff. That's the thing, the small thing. Andy talked about it a few years ago about the small thing. And there are loads of kids that are small and people, the old thing is always to be, at some points in your career, when you're a kid, you are just too small. That's just a fact. But it's not to say that in two months time or three months time, whenever the maturation process kicks in, that you become that wee bit bigger or you adapt or you learn how to adapt your game. I tell kids all the time, don't get involved in a battle. Let's learn how to play the ball right, people. And then see eventually, because they've been that, technically superior because they sort of had to, you have to bridge be. the gap some yeah. see when they actually do end up matching up to everybody else physically they just kick on to yeah. another level exactly sometimes. and it's that, it's like this fucking weird bad in Scotland for talking about kids being too small uh-huh. just work on how not to get involved in that battle he doesn't sign anyone under 6 foot <laughs> under 12 <laughs> my team's the weakest in the league fuck I've got the weakest he's team he's starting five for his sons <laughs> who are 6'4 what is he in that time why did John no go to Celtic so he's just he's Celtic fans going up why, why was his decision to stay with St Martin honestly like does he have a close two go on aye aye I mean it was close it was it was it was brutal it was a tough I mean he doesn't like us talking about it now he doesn't like talking about it let's be honest Celtic if not missed them in terms of domestically they've been really successful John's career's went it's not as if it's been a disaster it didn't happen Um, but it was like one of those like it was always a kind of chat it was almost like he was he was the one he'll play for Celtic like John will play for Celtic Mm. 
it's a bit probably like a sympathy with the Shankland, Lon Shankland and his family at the minute because they'll be probably suffering the same thing where everyone in the street, everyone's like, surely you must know, surely you must know, must what's, know happening? what's happening, what's happening. Ultimately, it's within, it's the two clubs to agree a fee. It never really happened. Um, Steve Bruce, as soon as he got the go-ahead to, to bid for John, like they, they did a takeover and he was down at Villa and it just happened like that. Do you, to be honest, did you want him to go to Celtic? Aye, everyone did. I mean, it just... As it, he doesn't like talking about it. He's bored of it. Celtic fans are bored of it. Nobody wants to. to hear I it. know you like. I know you were saying like he was obviously special when he was younger, and then he broke foot some money. Obviously done very well there. But even you surprised at what he's done now, and how much he has actually improved again, technically, physically, because he's just proper kicked on a, across the board, didn't he? I like you always. I mean, always. I, I always said. I know it's probably a half thinking thing, but I always said when he was young, I thought if he doesn't play at the top. And I didn't know what the top looked like. The top for me was always like Celtic. It was like Aye. if he doesn't play at the top, he'll, something will have gone wrong. Um, to Duke, to, to I mean, to play at the level of football he is, and like there's there's moments in time like the Arsenal won a few weeks ago when they scored the winner. Like played really well. Just yeah. you're just like sometimes you're like wow, like this is unbelievable. No and they scored probably the best volley you'll ever see in your life. Uh-huh, great see, I just want to see how you said like you knew John would go to, like the top. Like, what was it about his game that you thought he had that you never? <laughs> Talent. No, so <laughs> what, was he like beat? Was he because nah, he wouldn't have been the type of five know, or six players? He was really? like he, he, he was like so he, he was so talented, right? But he used to play with us when we were like when he was a wee guy. He used to play with all my pals. So like, six years between us. Um, and like we used to smash him and like from an early his legs like from an early age like he was strong as an ox mm. he played with a size 5 ball before I mean before he ever played with a size 4 he played with a size 5 he just like had he had everything you would look at a wee guy and think like as long as he kind of has a good attitude and sticks to it like right. he's got a chance of playing play no fear no fear that what he was up against that no mate. and like see like I was in England by the time he made his debut at Man. I remember just the, I think it was one one of the games against Celtic at home against Wanyama. I remember just thinking like he just got he's just got no respect for like he's playing. He's just like do you know what I'm a good player. Like let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kept I think as well for me you look at the Scotland national team and Andy Robertson's one of the best left backs in the Premier League modern era. You see what he's done assist. Scott McTominay's at Man U. You've got top players across the board. I think John McGinn's been Scotland's best, best player for the last definitely. two three years. Absolutely. Like, he's that one that um, makes a difference. The, the, the game-winning guy, I would say. Uh, he's got goals in his game. Uh, goals. Uh, all right, we need to stop talking about his brother and actually talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a man. Uh, so you went to Watford. What a move that is, mate, Watford. I remember seeing that at the time, thinking, that's a fucking... Yeah, that's how's, a how's that? I'm not getting that so fucking What year was that? 2000, what was that, say? Si? 2010, 2010. Mate. I, it was Actually, it was a game me and Kev scored in that they'd made up their mind. Kev Kyle? Mm-hmm. Rugby Park, that's got a header. It was a cup game, we beat you 2 1. 2 1, that's right. I equalised in 89 uh, minutes. You said he was poor. That's the fucking best header I've scored. Was it? So, uh, we, uh, we used to give, see at the time, we used to give John Potter, now at Rafe, a ter- torrid time, right? Who Kev did? Aye, every aye. time, used to batter him about the place, right? So we gave him it stinking. <laughs> we gave him it stinking at the time. Well, as in, you would give John Potter aye, a stinking saying, like, he's billing your hair. Aye, like, the game would kill him, come up and like, oh no, big Kev's coming, John, whatever. <laughs> so the chat gone quiet for years and years, then on the aye, this show. Right. Uh, you call him and Darren Potter? I, I called him fucking. <laughs> 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 so him. that just came right back up and Potsy got it stinking again. But aye, Watford at the time, I mean, Watford. Um, what was it, champ? They were like, they were trying, they'd gone through a period, they'd overspent, they were flirting with administration. 
It was championship, so they just got back to the guy John Stevenson, ex Celtic. I know John. John was at Celtic. Malky was the manager, wasn't Malky's the manager. Yeah, yeah. And they were buying project players, like boys that the, other, the championship wouldn't look like, but had attributes that they, they felt they could work with. Hungry boys that they could bring down. So, had guys like, like Danny Graham had come in for Carlisle, 300 grand. Uh, guy Matt Williamson they'd signed from Wickham, I think, for similar. Don Cowie for 100 grand or something for Ross mm-hmm. County. Will Buckley. So, it was just that type of signing they were making. And um, my agents at the time, they were saying, look, Watford are quite keen on you. I'd started the season, I scored at Easter Road, I'd scored two at Rugby Park. Um, I was playing really well. And uh, after after we played in that cup game, I scored. My agent phoned me and he said, look, um, Watford, that's it, they're not coming back to watch you. Like, we're going to do the deal. And that was like October or something. Oh, it would have been high. So it was quite a long time. It was a League Cup, 20, must have been 20 or 21. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. But it was like October. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, And my dad's like, you can't go there. Like, They're going in administration. Um, whatever. And I remember watching, there was a game on Dad doesn't want you to go fucking anywhere, does he? I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to offer. Do you actually play with that fucking school team the rest of the day? And I remember like, Watching the game, that Lloyd Doyle, it was quite a famous goal. Uh, 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 it was on tele, it was a Friday night championship game, and I'm like, Dad, that's my team, I'm going to end that. And he was like skeptical, mm. no heard anything. I'd been stinking for about a month. See, after he told me. That's I the mean, worst thing, uh, he told us, done deal, you I started, the, I started the season, I scored four or five goals, didn't score on our goal for St. Murn till I left. Um, I, I ended up having a decent last month before I left. I think we'd, we won a couple of games, we were top six when I left, but um, I just, that was it, it was, it was down. What um, was there any other teams in, in there? I mean, I, I don't know. I, your agent, I mean, the agent at the time told me Billy Davis was interesting. I think he was at Nottingham Forest. Forest. He, he's a like background in St. Martin and he'd came to watch a couple of times, but nothing, nothing concrete. Um, the Watf- as I said, the Watford one was like done quite early. Early does, and because it was the same agent as Don Cowie, they were like quite happy for it. Look, that's Watford done. You're not going to go down there. Then all of a sudden, they're going to bring in someone from a wing quid. Like yeah, they'll yeah, go down yeah. and they, they get a chance. They need to make it work. So, so it's what done. was it like the first? What was it like going down? You drive down. Paisley to London. Eh? Oh, Honestly, like when I left, St- I left St. Martin. So we were like in the semi-final of the League Cup, it was end up in the the one we don't speak about at St. Martin where they lost to nine men. So we were in the top six with the semi-final to look forward to. Like, I wasn't in like I was at Carbon nearly every Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? I'm buying more drinks. Live my mum, <laughs> mum. So I was enjoying my life in that. But then it's like a deal. Hear the wages, and you're like, for me. Do you know what I mean? A bit like that. So Was that like that? Yeah. Again, I'm obsessed with stuff like this. When you first heard that you're getting, I, I mean, you're looking on. I'm looking on line at players like like Jay Demerit and stuff like that going to play at the World Cup. And I'm like, he can't be my teammate. Like Dan Potter, Dan, boy, Dan Potter's he? supposed to be my teammate. <laughs> Jay Demerit, do you know what I mean? Uh, Harry Potter to fucking Jay Demerit. <laughs> uh, so I. Who did you drive down with? So my mum and dad came down. Um, so obviously they were both sceptical. Like, like where's the money come? Like, cause you're reading, they're reading up on it and administration, and we need to meet them. And I remember just going for dinner with, with Big Malky. And he said, it looks great to have you on board. Look me up and down. He says, but you're going to have to do some work in the gym before you play my team, son. Did <laughs> 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 was it, a few crackers. Dice went and said to me, he said, uh, Who, who's this who said to you? Sean Dice was assistant manager right. at the time. He said, many appearances you had. Um, I said, I think about 90, maybe about 75 in the Premier League and 15 in the Cups and that. And he said, so if you play on Saturday, that'll be your first ever appearance in professional football. <laughs> <laughs> He just said one of those like English, that was his banter, like, as if like Scottish football. It does not exist. Uh, but how good that John got John him back got with him the back shite coat. John's uh, fucking remembered uh, that, isn't he? So is he going out in that dressing room? Uh, Troy Deeney was there, mate. No, he wasn't there. Was he? He joined, I joined in January. He joined in the, the, the summer. So like, and I went down, our, our team was like, 
Hyder Helgeson was there. What still, a player Hyder Helgeson was. Mate, what a fucking striker. He was striker, strong as fuck. So they still had like some like overheads in terms of like I hate to call them that, but that for them it was like big money players like Nathan Ellington was there. Nathan Ellington, good player as well. Ellington, uh huh. Remember Wigan West Brom. Him and the. Outstanding. John Harley. No, I mean John Left Harley was back, back for Like one of my first nights, like Don Cowie's like, Do you want to go from right to John Harley's and play cards? And I'm like, I could go to John Harley's to play cards. I'm skint. <laughs> what was Harley's house like? Ah, lovely, aye. That's <laughs> nice, aye. You yeah. said Elton John used to join in training. <laughs> oh, that was the bad man, didn't you? The Did you ever go to Elton John's house? No. no. Did you ever meet him? No, I think he was there. Oh, was he fucked off by then? No, I'm. Um, no, I never came across him. But it was so we had loads of the older kind of players that John Eustace was there, Martin Taylor, big centre half. But then he had this like Martin had, like, Taylor, the big Jordy boy. Aye. Fuck, he was a giant by the way. What a player, man. How did you get along with Danny Graham? Obviously, he's been on. Aye, he's for a it. hero, Danny Graham. Ah, amazing! What a guy. Best. There was a there was a group like so. They all stayed in that one area, like Tom Cleverly, Danny, Don. Cleverly there. Cleverly, Cleverly was there. He was a player, mate. Nah. That's some squad they had, eh? Ah. She, she, Henry Lansbury and Clevs were there. They were the two. They were like England's next big kings. Aye, they were the two at I the time. I remember that. Henry was like, Henry in training, I was like, oh my god, that, I can't play. He's unbelievable. Whereas Clevs was more like, still a top player, but he was more like, work hard and yeah. get close to people and first in the warm up and first in the gym and like proper. Busy bastard. Top pro, aye. He was like, um, he went on to Man United but Henry was seriously talented like he was he came for Arsenal didn't he as a kid Henry Lansbury I remember so like where it is that, we always usually had one for uh, Arsenal because it's across the hedge uh, Arsenal's training ground so you were across the Arsenal so, so we had the old train? training ground uh, no, it's it's like, both, didn't it? um, it's like Arsenal's the old Bothy or something it's called London Colney it is London Colney oh Lansbury could nick a bird as well he was <laughs> gorgeous mate <laughs> Is he still playing with Forrest? Nah, he does. A I've seen him do a couple of media bits, mate, but he was a proper player. Has he know the guy that the set up the grass company? Ah, uh -huh, that's him. Uh -huh. Multi-millionaire for the grass, uh, organic grass. Uh -huh. If you're yeah, going on a night with him, mate, you're nicking it, you're getting his settings now. Nah. It was good nights out. There was a, there was a few Andy Vimans, Danny Drinkwater both came. They were unbelievable additions to a night out. Was that? But uh, no, it was just, it was like, it was a good group in terms of, I remember first, one of the first days and like, the boy Mariapa, and um, the captain at the time, John Eustace, like, they did prehab at the time. Now, everyone does prehab now, but I didn't know what prehab, I mean, came from some I didn't know what it was. Like, obviously on the Bosu balls and, and they're like, look, see here, we'll have a carry on, like, do what you want. And the, he says, but see, once we get in here, that's training started. See if it's like three reps eight, do three reps eight. Like, we don't, we're not good enough, we're not Cardiff, we've not got J. Emmanuel Thomas and Bellamy up front. Like, we need to not cut corners, like, yeah. for us to be... Like we have to do everything right. So from that, like the the culture of the place was unbelievable. Honestly, like by the time by the time the takeover happened with the Potsos and the culture had changed quite a bit. But in that period, I mean, who said that was it, Malky? Malky, Malky was big on it. Honestly, like see to have at the time, Malky ended up going to manage the Premier League. Obviously, Sean Dyche has been a uh, manager in the Premier League for, for a long time. Like, as a management duo, I know they were young at the time, but they were unbelievable. Did Malky finish playing with Watford then jump straight to that job? Remember he I think he was assistant to Brendan. Because I'm thinking, I played against Malky when he played with Watford. I did. So he said he went assistant So he Brendan. must have went straight from that to Who, the... Who's scarier, Malky, Mackay or Sean Dyche? Sean Dyche got to me. Uh, Dyche is weird. He didn't really ever get involved in confrontation. Like, he was just so straight-laced, like, no excuses. Like, he would... Even I don't ever think I had him confronted. Like uh -huh. seen him, he just nipped different at the bud. Like he was just like, look, see if you want to, like leave. 
Like I'm not right. interested in it. He was, he, honestly, unbelievable for discipline and just setting, setting the culture, and they just worked so well together. What about Malky? Could he crack? Aye, Malky could crack. Aye. Did uh, you ever get it like early on? Didn't they? Not in that. He didn't crack in like a, I mean, like a Gus McPherson, where like an Nigel Clough down the line, like they could crack. Like Malky was never. It was more, and we were a young group, so he probably was aware that he couldn't just go full red mist and, and lose everyone because at the time we always had academy players in the team like yeah. playing so and how did you find the standards on him you I remember just the first few weeks just thinking nah this is too hard this is like physically physically it, the pace of the pace oh, of right. it I remember even just like my first day like standing like you just keep doing that with the water bottle standing next to Don Kiwi because you're just like I don't know what to do with myself yeah. do you know what I mean but like just watching him pass the ball a bit I remember like Danny just every pass along the like just like a I shot I remember thinking like so these are these are top players, and but honestly, they were such good pros, such good guys that I don't mean, I just where I sat in the bus, I used to sit next to John Eustace and Martin Taylor and just pepper them with questions the whole way. They must have hated me, but yeah. the whole way, just pepper them with questions about where they'd been. But like you used to do, uh, that's a good way to get in with people. Mate. Uh, I was the same as when they just <laughs> ask loads of questions, right. people take to you. How can you go for Malky McKay to Sean Dicey, John Franco Zola? How's that? How's that work for a director of football? What was what was he like? Because he was. Completely different in terms of style, weren't he? With that club is, team? I mean, so like the club, like I was, I was going to say, like Dyson took over, so like Malky left and Dyson took over, and a big thing was like wanted to keep the same but changed it a wee bit. But the thing that was like, over, like I know you, you mentioned Troy Deeney, like Troy Deeney up to that point, like he yeah, had been a flop, like we bought him for, I think we'd paid like half a million from him at Walsall, and like I, I'd spoke to you about the administration, and yeah. we were all like, I think I was 125 grand or something, like we were all, Is that how well, much you cost? Aye, 125 grand? Unbelievable. Fucking hell, it's alright innit? So, uh, Toy was like, that was our first kind of big signing since we'd, Got get back on your feet in and like he was still like, we'd sign him for Walsall, and he was still like, okay. one, he was kind of half football, or half like, Still with his pals and Roadman. Aye. <laughs> and the, like the amount of times like it'd be, we'd get him we used to do a debrief on a Monday morning and we knew Troy hadn't he turned up. What he like, just wouldn't have turned up for the debrief? No. Like Hero. quite often, quite Mondays, like um so Malky'd be in about to start and they'd be like, head count, Dice, so Dice black. I mean we all knew Troy wasn't there. And he'd say twenty one gaffer, so there's twenty two or whatever. And he'd say, uh, Who's missing? We'd all just be like that. Because it was like... Yeah, what a grass him, huh? He's like, Troy again. And then they would just go and phone. But he would admit, he'd admit himself, Troy, he, he didn't... He, he, he just played at Walsall and they'd signed him and he, was, he wasn't fully invested in his football. So see when Dyson took over, Troy was dead to him. Like, like I always say, like, Troy didn't making it so big in football. I know people sometimes say about the jail, like he came out, like he came out of jail, like so lean and like fat and all that. But you, Dice, get the you should get the jail kid. <laughs> I'd fucking love a six months. I got a fucking better night's sleep. Ray Wayne's of mine. Sean Dice's hatred of him made Troy. What? As in, I'll show you, like Aye, because like I remember the day there was a day he was going to Coventry. I can't remember who was the manager of Coventry. The, the bald guy, bigger guy. I can't remember. Bald guy, bigger. Will come to me anyway. You should know that. So like you're on the page, you know. Pedro? No, it was a big guy. I can't remember. So anyway. Chris Coleman? No. The day, so the day he was going to Coventry, like he was away. Yeah, Chris Coleman had the longest hair. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> the big bald guy. <laughs> Absolute full fuck, man. So he was, he was away, but he wasn't, wasn't part of the plans. Like he was, he was gone. He was aggressive, bitch. <laughs> uh, I can't remember that, but 
Anyway, we went to France and it was like everyone went. It wasn't like you could just leave him with a small squad and he just, he tried to break Troy. Troy's spoken about it, I think, in a few podcasts. He right. tried to break him. And honestly, it was just like the more Daishi hated him, the more Troy went, I'll show yeah, you. And honestly, see the difference he made to our team. We, we were struggling. There was a, there was a bit where Daishi was under pressure. He got sacked. And Troy went into the team and changed their season. Like him and Big Eye Willemo up front. We were, I mean, we were only pretty in the eye at yeah. times. Used to slash balls up to them, but... He was a monster, wasn't he, didn't he? He just totally kicked on, eh? Uh-huh. I remember Troy, Troy didn't tall. Not as big as Honestly, honestly yeah. he was like a knock. Big and strong. Uh, when, when did you, what, what year did you leave Watford? So the year, I didn't kick a ball the whole season. Adam and he were about three months to go in Malky's last year. Then Malky went to Cardiff. And Dyson took over. I was out for 13 months with my knee. So I didn't, I was, I mean, I was just, Ross Wilson was there at the time. I ended up getting quite close to Ross Wilson because you're not really, there's not that player staff relationship. So we used to go to games together and stuff like that and go out for a bite to eat for dinner and stuff like that. I ended up getting quite close. What was to he him. doing the same job he done at Rangers there? Uh huh. Was he right? Uh huh. So, I mean, he, he phoned me was up. Was it him that signed you? No, no, no. So he, John Stevenson left. I can't remember I where John Stevenson left. I remember Ross phoned me saying, look, I'm going in for that job. Because he, he tried to try to buy me for Falkirk. Right. Remember Falkirk tried to buy a few players? Yeah. So he phoned me up and he says, look, I'm going for an interview. And I said, look, go big on the academy. Go big on the low, but low, like the budget signings. Like, just go big on it. And I'll put a good word in for you, Malky. And Malky agreed to meet him. And so you've made Ross, Ross Wilson, mate? No, I mean, Ross is good, but... He, I mean, they very quickly went from Falkirk and just right yeah. through the levels. One of my first starts for Middlesbrough was against Watford, away. Yeah. So I was wondering if you were there at the time. Troy Dini scored after, I think it was seven or eight seconds or something like that. I was there that day. Yeah, I think, I think it was the 3 0 it finished. And it was one of my first starts. And I remember thinking, because Watford were, were doing well at this point. And we took kickoff, came to me at left mid. I've played it back to David Wheater at the centre half. And David Wheater was supposed to swing it up the pitch. Uh-huh. But he's turned. Because Troy Deeney's like proper full press and went to pass it back to go, he left it short, took it on him, 1-0. I think it was 2-0, 3-0 down at half-time, went into oh, yeah, right. I think time. that's the day, so she so talk about uh, what a tough time Barry Robson used to give me in Scotland, like all the time, he used to beat me with Dundee United, he used to beat me with Celtic, whatever. That day, I think that's that day, I went and played a no-look pass, like he came to press me or something, like, you're just feeling good about yourself, you play a pass round him or something, right? Uh-huh. He lost the plot. At you? Aye. Uh, what like, did he say? <laughs> Take the piss out of me now. He said, like, you've been a scuddy for years and all No way a glove on me for years. Now you're trying to give it the big end. It carried on. I mean, that carried on for the full game and down the tunnel. I remember Malky actually just picked me up. And take, take me in the dressing room, aye. Did you give him a bit back? I think a wee bit at the time, aye. Uh, but, uh, just ginger bastard. I, I try to pretend I could, that <laughs> it's going to scrap him, but I, I, I just remember that day. He was like, he was quite funny because he had a proper bite. How come you left Watford? I just, uh, so like I hadn't kicked the ball and then all of a sudden the Potsos took over. So like Sean Dice, I mean I remember like Sean Dice, I'd made it into the last squad of the season. I was going to gutted so I thought if you put me on the bench here and put me on for two minutes, that breaks up the sequence of like being out like for, 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 for so long, long like yeah. just give me minutes and then when I come back in the summer, I've not, it's not my first start and yeah. whatever. But he was just like, look, I'm not risking you today, like I've got a summer go again, work hard, big play for me next year, but then the takeover happened, you're thinking, right, just keep Dice, just keep Dice, like, right. but it's Italian owners, they wanted rid of him, signed about 30 Italian players, yeah. and, I, and I mean, people turned up, like, had obviously, they, they genuinely had been told the day before, they could going to Watford, the right. boys from Brazil, and the Brito are good, some, well, of them, some of them, honestly, like some of them, the wee guy, like, Matty Vidra, Albinac, oh, Vidra was good, Abde, Forestieri, 
Boy Cassetti that scored in their own derby, like boys like that started turning up and I was like, I'm in trouble here. But they had like, they used to have like 16 players in the stand, didn't they? Like they had so, the biggest squad in the history so, of football. So Zola, like people ask me about Zola all the time, like, Zola's one of the best guys I've ever met in football. Like the nicest guys, like, like me, we had like 40 players, he would explain, and we were nowhere near it, he would explain to us all individually that we were part of the squad and like sit down and like just a lovely guy, like. We'd stay out and just like twat balls, but he'd like show us how to hit free kicks. Nah, Is there not a video floating about? And there's a video floating about with Zola showing the kids how to take a free kick properly, and then he steps up and absolutely top bits. My, my mate sent me that for uh, St. Mum. Because, because he, he, I've always told him that story about him with the free kick. So he could do that with his right and left foot. What, he can and see, how top talk about, see how you talk about like, all these top players, like they weren't always perfect. He honestly, if you see with free kicks, it was like a, a robot. I'm no joke, right and left foot. And he was kind of like, just do this, just do this, like exactly you sure that. that, mate? Go and manage the team and stop fucking telling us. <laughs> <that>. See Zola <laughs> when we played Chelsea in the Prem? Sean Thornton was outstanding that day, and see after the game, Zola went to him and said, Can I get your strips on? No, he never. He fucking did, swap strips with Sean Thornton. Zola was outstanding. Went around and well, Thornton, didn't he? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was after that, Thornton, wasn't he? I was in a senior to the dark. <laughs> but I mean, he was amazing, right? The staff are horrendous. So, oh, is yeah. there any like mad? You obviously I, hear about Roman Ross' time at Hearts. Is there any similar with it? Horrendous. I, I, I wouldn't like to tell them all. How long did you say? Here's one you can tell. So, the so we had so like all our dice starting team. So, bear in mind, we just missed out. I think like mid table chant. It was a decent team, boys, top players. I mean, like Martin Taylor, Eustace, yeah. all these guys. Like they, that was now the bomb squad. Like try to get rid of everyone. And like the system manager used to take us for some of the worst sessions ever, right? But yeah, like we'd, we, we were, we, it was a good group, right? You would take the piss a wee bit, but you would do it properly, right? One day they forgot about us. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like two o'clock, so like they'd got, <laughs> to the stage, they'd got to the stage where they'd, so like Zola was trying to like train me like 40 people or whatever. Just doing free kicks. Wasn't 40 is lined up <laughs> so like, No, I like this. <laughs> So like the old like Duxbury and Nanny, they were called like the two guys, like they were like, No, you have to, we need rid of them. Like these guys like probably didn't even know like these guys probably didn't know us all individually, but we need them out, start making life hard for them. So just be like a list, right? You're training at like two, half two or whatever. So like Eusty and Martin Taylor, Troy to an extent, I know he was part of it, but they travel for Birmingham. Had to pick up kids in that, like uh, they travel so they were just trying to annoy him, right? So we did this a couple of things, but this one day they forgot about us. So we were all out two o'clock and like no sign and like Coach. no and uh, to be fair to him, used to be the best captain ever. Like, I loved him. Like just the Birmingham manager there. Yeah, yeah. He just barked straight into Zola and like went mental. He said it was embarrassing, like nailed him and within a few weeks everyone say like, I'll go if you give me that or I'll go if you let me go there or whatever. Paid all of a sudden that started to get sorted and I think no long after that I went to Shrewsbury and loan. Did Sean Dice ever have a shower with the boys? Um, I all the time. I. What, what's he like naked? <laughs> honestly, ginger, he's like, ginger body. He's just, he's just honestly, he was like, did he still have that goatee? He was so funny. Like, he used to run out some days, like just boots and slips on. <laughs> I like copas on and just like slips. Like he was just like, but he was so good that he could be the, the funny guy to like the manager, and nothing would change. Uh, but uh, did you ever play with Joe Garner? Nah, I did. I he was at Rangers. When, when I mean, when they we, we start the fallout with the Italians started to happen, he went and had this the physio that was an absolute clown. He used to drive about in this golf buggy, right. so like, loads of pictures and that. He used to do. Joe Garner had it from him, and there was like a absolute like inquest. Who inquest, I a full blown meeting like the chief executive <laughs> of the club and all that. Who stole the golf buggy? Tell us who done it. 
<laughs> Everyone's fined And to be fair Nobody Where did he that. hide it? So like right down the lane um, The training ground like, I don't know if anyone's ever been to work nah. But it was It was in the bushes Miles away Should we go to David Weir and Chef you in? Again mate There's another one You're looking at it It comes across Steve McGinn You're like How the fuck's he nicked that now? <laughs> Chef <laughs> United man So I don't, I don't mate, Shrewsbury was good for me Because I don't get Chef United From where I was at Wickham Did you do well at Shrewsbury? Sorry. I'd done well now And in Because uh, Chef United were in that league Ended up doing quite well And John Stevenson had moved there of course, he's made you, John Stevenson. Aye. Shout out to John. Shout out to John. <laughs> Kate, because of John. What, were you buzzing when you had Sheffield United, weren't you? Aye, aye. Because be fair, Shrewsbury offered me more money to stay than Sheffield United, aye. Um, I'd done well for them, we'd stayed up in the last day. Connor, Gold Connor Goldson was there. The so he was, that's right. We just broke into that team and he'd, like the last, we'd finished the season strong, he'd finally... Played all the young boys, we guy John Taylor and stuff like that, Joe Jacobs. Aye, John Taylor's a good player, mate. Was Josh and Aaron on that team? Uh, not, uh, not in that team, no. Do you know Ryan Woods? Ah, yeah. Uh -huh. he, he was in that did, we, did, I play, did I play against you that year? You would, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. He's battered at Swindon. That was when he was... That's right. That was four or something. Like that. That's right. What was Connor like? Oh, was Sheffield United in the first division then? We Sheffield United in my league, mate. Huh? Well, he's talking about Shrewsbury. We beat Shrewsbury. Connor was our best defender, but like the manager was like old school. Like He just wanted to play older... Um, so when eventually getting the team, he was he made us better and um, amazing what he's went in to do with Brighton and Rangers. Mm. What well, did you think Goldson was top player even then? You don't. I didn't see. I didn't see like what he's become, but I knew he was going to be good. I knew he would. I knew he would kick on from Shrewsbury. Shrews yeah, so. I remember him at Shrewsbury actually. Huh? How how did you find Davy? We I know he was only there for a couple of months, but da da you're talking about Davy's one of the best guys I, I've met in football. Davy was a mate. Like he was a lovely guy. Um, probably still in that. He was a bit like a kind of senior players more than. The, like he probably could have been a bit harder at times on just standards, just boys. But he was, he was good. And like we started the season unbelievable, like playing really good football. Um, but like in my second game, like we beat Notts County first game. Like I'd, I think I'd set up the winner for Harry Maguire's header, and then we went down to Brentford, who had a good team. Brentford went one up, but he battered them for like 10-15 minutes, and I put in the cross for Neil Collins to equalise. Mm -hmm. uh, see how the Will Grigg song. See how like that was like, summer, yeah. that was like PTSD for me that song. Huh. So I've tried to shield the ball. So Brentford roasting hot day, right? Mm -hmm. Channel ball. We are flying like battering Brentford, right? Good side, right? I've tried to shield the ball out for a goal kick. And so that the boy George Savile. Uh -huh. yeah. So a good player, George Savile. So I know I know near the end this isn't going to get a play. Oh no, like oh, just before I'm going to twat it, he's like almost Next like off, scooped yeah. round. Scooped round, I've fell over it. He's cut it back. Well, Greg scored the winner. Davy Weir's taking me off. A minute later. Oh no! First I, half. I, he's, not that nice, he's not that nice a fucking guy, no, is he? No, no. <laughs> but like, <laughs> absolutely done you. Man. Ruthless. He's made I'm, you one of the guinea pigs. That's kid. Yeah, guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I probably my, my only. I mean, I, I made a mistake. It cost us a game. But like, if he was probably more experienced, he might me. I gave me ten minutes to. Yeah, just to put <laughs> under the radar. <laughs> Mate, how good you feel up my senses? Aye, chef you. How did you get on with Neil Collins? I good still, still close to him I, I just now. He's an honest. He manages a Barnsley. That's right. Chef, you chef, Wed leads. That was a free. Uh, in, in the division, love yeah. playing at this stadium. Norwich man. were in that league for a bit as well. Shit fans Sizzle though. Nothing. Shit atmosphere. Well, Norwich, Norwich uh, Sheffield ah, United. I, I loved playing at Sheffield. That's United, what I mean. Man. Like Sheffield, Sheffield Leeds. I thought were a free proper. Sheffield was right there with one of my favourite away stadiums. Sheffield United. Ah, definitely. Ah, definitely mate. Loved it. Was loved it. We used to play them Aye. Tuesday what nights. A what a player! What a hero! A guy as well. Funny. We lost. Davy, we lost him. So like, he played the first game. They play second game as well. He went to Wolves. 
and like that that probably killed him as well because he'd made him a number 10 like he was going to make him like you're the main man yeah. he started unbelievable we lost him to Wolves who were in that league and it was amazing for Wolves and then Nigel Clough comes in this is where it gets good lads because Nigel Clough is a hero aye unreal how, how off it is he? Nigel Clough I mean I, I don't think sometimes you tell stories but Nigel Clough like people believe you like you say stuff like like say like Swindon like turned up one day it was like five past two still like, hadn't named the team or anything and like you know what it's like it's when them in the roundabouts and like we just got off the bus because it was traffic because obviously it's five past two all the football the fans what have do you mean you got off the bus before the ground I and just walked like three quarters of a mile or half a mile to the ground like was it him through the Swindon fans I was like like he's just like doing the bottom nah I'm not having this not having us right everyone off pulled the, we just pulled over to the side we used to do stuff like that all the time wow was a kit man take the kit but oh, you do no, you honestly like you, read, you hear old stories about Brian Clough or whatever like and like you, you actually like well, he did not like that. That happened for us and stuff like that. Do you know did I mean? you just play cricket? Aye, raging. I was terrible at cricket. Raging me if you were bad at cricket. <laughs> like raging. No, even joking. Like, so what? So what, how many days a week would you play cricket, or would it be like once a month or something? Like we did no tactics, nothing. Like no. No shape like, or nothing. As I said, team, we got to the ground. Whenever we got to the ground, it was never like quarter past one, half one. It was like quarter to yeah. two. Any time between quarter to two and quarter past two. Ten past two. Aye, and. Garn's assistant manager, he was the first team coach, the assistant manager wasn't allowed to come to games. Why? Because he annoyed him during games. <laughs> <laughs> he used to go to the... He was assistant! So say we were playing Swindon or whatever, like, he would go to that game on a Saturday. Like, be there all day, Monday to, fr Monday to Friday. What, he'd go and watch opposition instead Aye. of coming to your game? Aye. Fuck off. Aye. That's mental, man. That's fucking nuts. So like, we went to Wembley, like, we played the FA Cup semi-final and I was on the bench and, like, he was just getting dead worked up at the side. And like the gaffers, like, that's why you don't come to games or something like that. It's like, like do you know what I mean? Because he just gets dead worked up. But uh, I mean, it was just they four bit of paper would got in the wall, and like where I sat at Bramall Lane, like I sat on that side, so like the bit of paper got there. So like, you'd have to wait until the staff went out, or you'd say to like maybe like one of the teammates, like, am I playing? Am I on the bench or whatever? Like that's the way you named the team. All right, so you'd just stick that up. You wouldn't even say. Aye, I mean, you'd, you'd get, you knew. I mean, I say with no tactics. You knew what he wanted. Like you knew the rules. Like you wanted to put the ball out of Murph, and you knew the crosses you liked. You knew the. But you could guess the team in terms of like who he shouted at, who he hadn't shouted at, and Johnny Russell said he called somebody a League Two wanker <laughs> after <laughs> he gave them the championship. He signed them for League Two. He's like, what's your name? But a League Two wanker. He, he could make you feel like tiny. What like, was the worst thing he said to you? Do you remember? Uh, the whole probably the way I left Sheffield, Sheffield United was the worst whatever and it was like it was brutal uh, probably skipping out some of the some good stories uh, by going to the end but I remember like the first season finished so that we'd went to the FA Cup semi-final but we'd underperformed in the league like we missed out in the playoffs and that and it was I knew like a big club you don't get loads of chances to be successful and playing centre mid like I knew it so Chris Basham signed James Wallace signed I think they were trying to get Connor Cody back in loan so he'd done well like Michael Doyle like Josie Baxter so like, I knew so I, I got myself really Josie fit Josie Baxter fucking hell what a player you, you get the sense like you're not I'm, like, I'm on the cusp here uh -huh, I, yeah. I, I could be expendable here so get back really fit brilliant pre-season couldn't have went better for a personal level right so like see that way you, you didn't get any indication of the team or that you like, didn't get so like you try to maybe catch his attention so like didn't at all but just as a fluke on the Friday before the first game of the season, like I'm passing him on the stairs, like at this training ground, uh -huh. walk past him, never say that, just blank me, just walk past him. And then, oh, Steve, call me Steve, 
Tell your agent that um, you can find a new club like you're done here. Let him not play again. I thought he was potentially going to. I thought I was so starting. You're playing for us. <laughs> James Wallace was injured. Chris Bash hadn't had Cody back. Wallace uh, Basham hadn't had a good pre-season, and it was just like you're not going to be in the squad. You're not going to play again. Wow. So anyway, that's what it is. I mean, all of a sudden, um, just no part of it. Like you're literally not. Some days I was training. Some days I was training with the kids. But you're like Sheffield United. Well, hang in. I'll just. I won't get. I mean, I, I worked hard to get here from Shrewsbury like, uh, I'm not just giving it up I'll give it a few months and see if he gets sacked we had we'd a brilliant group there we had loads of Scottish like in Flynn and all that was there Flynn and Murph like we used to do Kutsy, Paul Kutz, yeah no he came into the place just after aye so um, actually he loves Paul Kutz that's why he loves Paul Kutz so, uh, so as I say you hang in trained never moaned about anything like see how you, see how the bit you sent me you ask about young players Calvert-Lewin and that time, some of these kids were like really young. We were training with them on a Saturday morning. Me, Chris Porter, Neil Collins, training with them. Like you know, some of them, like we, Davy Brooks, it's uh, and Ramsdale, the goalie. Like they were all training. And that was a jobby session. No, they, they were kids, but they were kids. Like it was a good, it was a really good group. Like boy, well, like, youth team, like you just got sent to train with youth team. I so you didn't know. Sometimes training with youth team, sometimes you'd be training with the first team. So we tried to get ready. Right. Um, hung in, hung in. Got to the league cup, and he actually was part of the squad. Didn't know how. I was starting. So I'm like, that's my chance, but like, that's fucking if you know where, if you know where, like, you travel, as I say, you travel down, same script, your team's up, it's McGinn, you're starting, ah, no way. So we won 1 0. I think Michael Higdon scored for Simon Lappin cross. Oh, <laughs> like, he changed, the, he changed the team to a fair, like, it's absolutely SPL classic, that. Yeah, that's right. something like that. Classic, huh? Was it that? Was it that game? Maybe it was, I can't remember, like, but anyway, it was late in the Orient, we won 1 0, and uh, I was the best player. See, after the game, he's at, see him. Outstanding tonight. Honestly, he said he's been a lot's been thrown at him. Uh, couldn't ask any more. Like I never complained, and you were unbelievable out there. Like we won the game, big party it was for you, right? So we went to Nando's on the Thursday. Like we always used to go to Nando's. Say so it was like it was four or five. Was like Jose Baxter on that, right? Uh -huh. But I don't need to leave. Like I'm back. Like used to go out in that in uh -huh. Sheffield. Not like a good squad. <clears throat> so we got to the Saturday and like was in the squad on the, the Friday. A four goes up. And the manager was there when he went up, and he's never there. He's like, "Look, you know, I don't usually do this, but just wanted to say, like, Stephen, excellent the other night. Um, couldn't ask any more for you, but just couldn't find a place for you in the bench." I went for like oh, that, and start, see like, that way, like, just well, like right? I'm not soft. I'm no soft. Like, right, that's me done. Like, I'm out of here. Like, uh, <laughs> that's a final straw. See, people like, don't realise how hard it is to be I a football player. How much it fucks with your head, man. I, that was see. That was like I remember like just going home and like. Just been like I was broke. Did, were, were you a drinker? Uh huh. Right. Well, I was going to say because maybe that's why. Because he was massive on squads, like sticking together and drinking, weren't he? Like, you used to have nights out and see everyone after, had to be there. See, after we won in the FA Cup quarter final, we went in a like because when David left, I think we were like bottom five or something, bottom six in League One. But we went on this amazing run. I think we won nine games and drew one, including winning an F, FA Cup quarter final. And he took us to Mabea. But we'd heard from like a couple of Derby boys, like John Brayford was there, and he said, like, look, the Marbella trips are amazing. Like, he's taking them to Miami, Derby and that, but we've not got international breaks, I don't know if we'll be able to squeeze them in. You don't take your boots, nothing, like, it's just the best couple of days ever. So night, next thing, itinerary comes in. So we played on the Wednesday night against someone, say a Crawley or something at home. Then we played Preston away on Sky on the Monday night. But we were going to Marbella Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like back home on the Saturday, train Sunday, 
Game on Sky away to Preston Who were like On the Monday? Monday night And you still got to Marbella The days before that? So we went So we played on the Wednesday night We flew out For East Midlands or something At 6 o'clock on the Thursday morning Got to the Had breakfast or whatever We had to go down to like a, a pitch And they said Right let's just get pictures taken for the Twitter <laughs> This was like in the <laughs> This was, what a guy, man. This, was in, this was in trainers and that Like no balls We didn't take any balls We didn't take any boots Just he told, I think we get told to bring like train, Or the kit man brought train, train. One set of training kit Still stand As if we like just So doing pictures then back up Pictures back up And then it was like Right Rules uh, Make the meals Make your meals Back here for dinner So you can go to beach club Down all, all day All you want Don't care what state you're in Make dinner Everybody makes dinner Wow So uh then all day make dinner then just all night but this was I mean it was amazing we were in I remember one of the nights I think it was maybe Thursday night and see that way like we we were going to play uh, Hall in the semi-final see like everyone on top of the bar and that like Garns come the, the first team coaches came like Chris Morgan and that they'd all came with us right. Gaffer Gaffer didn't come out with us and it was like playing cricket, Sarah, playing Sarah. cricket he's ruining <laughs> like the, the, we're going to Wembley like just in the bar like everyone's steaming because like, it wasn't that busy the time yeah. of year we went Two days, absolutely steaming. Got back on the Saturday. Trained on the Sunday. Everyone's just like, you know what it's like? Two days off, never mind. Two uh -huh. days in Marbella. Like, what's the team going to be? So you didn't know that. Like, ever. Remember on the bus to Preston, everyone's like, hope we're not playing tonight. So I, I, I didn't play. Um, we drew 0-0. See, we had about 10 minutes to go. The benches clash. And um, the gaffer had said to Simon Grayson, like their manager at the time, said, We've been on the pass for three nights. You still can't beat us. That <laughs> 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 was like, wait, I mean, think of like managers in the professional, like they, if you were playing the Monday, what days you'd be in, what you'd be doing uh, that. It was just. Um, that's incredible. I, I'm sure Muff told me a story once. I don't know, you can tell me if this is true or no, that he used to love a quiz night in a pub. It was like every Thursday or uh, something like that. So and you should take Muff, see, because you pure love Muff. Uh -huh. So you say full Muff, like, I'm coming to pick you up, you're coming to this quiz night in the first day. No way. So this was, uh, so that was his thing at Derby, but he lived, like, because he lived, I think he lived in Derby or Burton or something, like, he lived it that way. So it was Sheffield's a bit of me, I commute for there. But I think it was when Muff went to Burton, like, he had to, him and the uh, Gaffer's family went to uh, the quiz and had what, dinner. Just, had, just Jamie dinner. Murphy and Nigel Clough sitting in a quiz at a pub. You should take it like, pub quizzes in a Thursday. <laughs> Apparently, like, he was, he uh, honestly was so, he was scary, like, he was scary, but apparently he's, like, quite a, like, a nice guy, quietly bad guy. What's the worst thing you've ever heard him say, say to somebody, a player? There's a guy, Terry Kennedy, I don't know if you, like, this young centre half, like, it was him and Harry Maguire, the partners, and you end up winning the lottery no long ago. Did he? Did he? He abused him at Oldham away for about 15, the full 15 minutes. Same like, just like. abused him, just, I uh, can't repeat most of it, but just... Like, and there was no need to, I think it was an end of season five, so something like <laughs> well, the had game never been many in clearly had a bit of his dynamo. Uh-huh. Like, Fucking Darby was wilder. He'd do stuff, there was one game, I think it may have been, I think it may have been Swindon or something like that, Murph was just unbelievable. And you hear the old stories, he took off John Robertson's boots and that, aye, he'd aye, get aye. up, he would do stuff like that with Murph. What, he'd go and take Murph's boot, boots off? off aye, like abusing tennis and then go and take Murph's boots off for him. I love Murph, that, didn't imagine he? that. He signed Murph for about three clubs. And you know how awkward Murph is as well, so Murph's kind of like standing there. Imagine <laughs> you start rubbing his head. I would just start rubbing his head if he didn't have it. Did Murphy love him, obviously? Huh? I loved him, but he, that's what I mean. He, he, was, he was the main man at Sheffield for that sort of period. So, how so like, uh, we just had this, like, I mean, Harry Maguire was, see we talk about, like, all the boys I spoke about, the, the young players, Harry Maguire was the best. 
Harry Maguire Harry, Harry Maguire gets such a hard Harry Maguire's Harry Maguire's unbelievable uh, is he? Unbelievable. I remember playing against you he was good I remember so you speak about Ross Wilson she's just a dribble didn't he all the time I, I, can't remember, I can't remember what stage Ross Wilson's at Huddersfield in the Championship and we were at uh, Sheffield United in League 1 might not have left anyway but I remember saying you have to sign him if you get a chance like you can do everything he's like nah I don't know he's on the turn a bit cumbersome like, and I was like I promise you he's not he's the best like, he's the best player in training every day you can't tackle him he's quicker than he looks and honestly all we used to do is he used to get the ball Dyer get out to Murph Murph would get his full back cut it back or yeah. score um, Murph but, was on fire and that's right uh, yeah, he had three or four years at Sheffield United and Brighton he was unbelievable I could listen to Nigel Clough stuff all the time aye same was Murph good at cricket? no, no so what was, he, was he a bowler or a batter Clough? Uh, both both it's funny, they used to cricket, I mean cricket. And umpire and wicket gear. They used to see every warm up, used to be like Garns was getting goals, Gary Crosby would like cross it in and they just hit volleys. Hey, coffee? Aye, that would be the But while you use what do you mean? Why so we're like that? doing a warm up and they're like the passing draw with like thingy. And <laughs> <laughs> just do volleys up. Thing at a bit and that. Like some like volleys now, he was like, obviously like a good player. <laughs> he's a good player. Uh, uh, he played for Liverpool. No. Aye, it was a joke. Did they play for Liverpool? Aye, for Liverpool, mate. Was Calvert-Lewin good? Young, young, but you know, aye, he could do like he's jumping and that, and he's, he's sprinting and that. He's some player. Oh, Clough, man. I wish I'd, I'd love to have played under somebody like See, that. See if everyone's right ever played street. with him, just sat in the room, you could get a book out at, like, bestseller. Honestly, with the stories. Was it oh. Bywater? Somebody hit Bywater with the... Bywater's his goalie for the game on a Saturday, and it's a Thursday, somebody hits Bywater's hand with the cricket ball, and Bywater's like... Gaffer, my hands fucked, <laughs> and you'd think he'd be raging that he was going to miss Saturday. He's like, What do you mean? We need you. You're the fucking umpire. He's out. He's fucked. And he's got me to keep being the umpire, man. Fuck Chris it. Commons tells a great story as well. Somebody's like, Adam, Gaffer, we need to work on set pieces. I don't know if it was Chris Commons, it was somebody. We need to work on set pieces. We keep conceding face set pieces. He goes, all right, let's go, let's work on set pieces. He goes, right, you come in the box, I'll mark you. He goes, right, somebody go and take a corner. Somebody just goes out, whips the boy. He goes and he does it, he goes, there you go. That's how we do it. I fucking love that, brother, old school, man. Amazing. By the way, Fisher Few, Harry Maguire, Calvert-Lewin, <laughs> Dundee with Simon Ferry. Oh, mate, I was done at that point, wasn't I? When you came, I remember I was done at that point. I just remember, I mean, I probably, I, I regretted... No, the move, I regretted the way I went about that move, like I just, I was so, I probably had a hangover looking back at the time for the way it ended at Sheffield United and I was gutted to leave and like, as I say, like go for some games, like one of the games against Fulham, like playing directly against Clint Dempsey and I'd played really well in that and I'm thinking, nah, I've still got a bit of life in me down England, like I'm not dead here, like I don't yeah. need to go back, but obviously Paul was there, I mean the team on paper, like, we got top six, so like, we were a good side, but yeah. Everything about it, probably like see like the car schools walking it, coming in a minute to ten, and as soon as they were allowed to go, everyone was away. Yeah. It was like we we had a good team, but it should have been better. Oh mate, hundred percent, I agree. It was it was a free throw, wasn't it? What were you thinking? You did, oh mate, I, see what he said, mate. I should that? never have left England. See, oh, no, coming I back up with Scottish boys, mate, I carry on. <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever. I, I was think when I I'd have been a minute to ten. I'd have been quarter past ten. I think, I think there's like loads back. of footballers would say coming back to Scotland. You come back because you think it's going to be easier. It's comfort. Uh -huh. And it's no, mate. It's hard. But it's no, you're not at it. England, you just stay there as long as you possibly see, I came, can. I came back. I said I came back not prepared for it. Whereas later in my career, when I came back for Superman. I was just like, no, right. like I'm going to. Be, I'm serious. Not that I mean, I tried my hardest in that, but I just wasn't. I never. I never played that. I came back to Scotland, right? This is neither do I. I came back because I thought it was going to be easy. 
And my first game was against fucking Jody thing with Potter. Damn. And I thought this is easier. See, the England, mate, you've got a fitness coach who's like, you must be in the gym at the time. You must be doing eight sets of three, like you see, say. See, in all fairness to Scotland, like, that is what it is in Scotland. Uh -huh. It may be different. Not like, now, uh, now, now it is, no, then. Like, we would have gym sessions, mate, and we just play head tennis for five, like, four hours like, on a Friday <laughs> the day before I get. But, like, stuff like, I mean, we had a Casco come for Hamilton, Casco for Glasgow, Casco. Every every day at least when the Cascals would be like in stopping traffic or something, it would just right. be playing beat the heat. Um I don't know <laughs> I don't think the Dundee club I think the Dundee clubs have got more in Dundee now, which I think's important. Yeah, yeah. Who was your Casco? Well, I moved to Perth because I I thought See, you done it properly, and like you moved up closer to like, Dundee. I uh, wish I'd just moved back to like Glasgow and just came up with the boys because I didn't feel like that part yet, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but you were you like you were much more professional than a lot of us, I would say, when you came up. Well, I was trying. Well, I don't know. I know. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you were at Watford and Chef you and you're talking with John, just the way you would, you would be, wouldn't you? Nah, mate. We, we used to be at ten o'clock. We were leaving Hamilton. Gary Irvin, who's the late every. I'm talking. You're looking at your watch at twenty past nine. And he's still not your your house. You, you done quite well for Dundee. I remember you played. You played every game when you came up. I I but I, I mean I mean I mean don't get me wrong. I mean Aberdeen. I think scored against Aberdeen. The Dundee derby was amazing. See the one under Heffernan scored. I was one of the it was one of the best nights of my career. Like we played really, yeah. Aye, that was you and Tom were middle of the pitch, weren't it? Aye, and obviously Gowser, um, Jim McAllister. We played obviously quite a narrow uh, team. Yeah. Greg was playing Heffern and how much a hero is Paul Heffern? Our best guy ever, isn't he? But it, aye, that was a pro that was probably a night where it all came together. Like because we we got top six. Like I remember, like was it Jeebs they scored against Thistle to get top six? Yeah, but then we get beaten every game in the top six. It was. We uh, we did underperform to an extent with with some of the players we had, uh -huh. and then you went back to Wickham. Akin Fenman was there as well. Who was the manager? It was a Gareth, Gareth like Ainsworth. Mate, Gareth Ainsworth was the hardest right winger I've ever played against in my life. Because he was, cause he was energetic. Aye, aye. No, but he was a fucking unit. Aye. Mate. He just used to hit diags up to me, and he would just go and fucking smash the ball. Aye, he would do more like he would him benching like because Big Bale sometimes would use Wickham as just like didn't train all the time. Akin Fenman was Bale. He would. What do you mean he would just? Even a why not? So he did like power lifting and his big lifting like away from in his own gym. Right. Like with Wickham, he'd do like gym sessions. The one of the biggest lifters was Gareth Ainsworth. With the manager. Uh, wait, so, hi. Um Was he good, Gareth? Well, because I could I could fame was he alright? Aye, honestly, like what a guy. Aye. Unbelievable. Because I listen to him on that radio, I think I fucking be in the arse, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never nah, judge a, like, a voice by him. him in that mate. Nah, he's like such a nice he's I mean he's different in terms of like he's so um like I don't, I don't know how to explain it. He had the best clause in the contract ever. What was his clause? Um, used to work for the NFL. He worked for the NFL. Uh huh. So Same like, what? Just like because he was the most, he was the strongest man in football. Right. But he just used it to the connection with like American football and social media, and they just. But every Super Bowl weekend, he had the weekend off so he could go out and work at it. Did he? Aye. That's mad, didn't it? That's unreal. So, uh, no, but he's, he's actually quite a good player. Uh -huh, but the problem, we were a long ball team. I mean, it was man for man across the bar. It was a wrong move for me. Was, I shouldn't have done it. Um, as you say, it was just like coming out of Dundee. I was just like, I need to go back to England, I need to go back to England. But I, I didn't think it through, rushed it through. I'd been in London before. Um, so I thought I'll just stay there and um, travel to Wickham and that. But it just, it, the football, I mean, before... Big Bale came in. We had it long when he came in. It was just fucking. Close. See that way when t see that way every team pretends they pass the ball into midfield, like yeah, pass yeah. it to centre half, then he twats it. <laughs> Once Bale signed, it was like 
No man. Did Ainsworth no. ever do any kind of off the cuff? Because like, I seen him at QPR. I remember his first one of his first meetings, he brought a fucking mad tribal. Tribal guy in the put a spell in, on the. He calls it development days. So we need to do something different, right? But um, I probably didn't buy into it. I thought a wee bit like that. Like, aye, this aye. doesn't make us good on a Saturday. Like this. Do you know what I said? Why don't we make the development days that we fucking pass about each other? <laughs> one, of days, one of the days, see the final. See the semi-final, was it semi-final where Rangers beat Celtic when Rogic missed the penalty? Aye, semi. So that day, our development day was watching the chairman. Chairman does like, <laughs> like, not Formula One, like the Diddy one, like in England where, like, he, th he thought it was, he thought it was like amazing, but. Watching him drive? And we haven't to watch him drive. <laughs> I'm like, Celtic are playing Rangers on Sunday, like. <laughs> nah, so I'm not having that. What, like clap the chair? Hmm? Did you need to like when he when he finished like clapping? Eh, uh, I don't know. Boys were like so obviously not like boys play the What's game. What's wrong with some people? So wait, you, had, you had to go to the grip the like the racetrack where he was racing. Um, aye, aye, aye. And we're in his like with his family and friends like with his food and all that. And but like you know what it's like. Some boys like play the game like milk it and that down. <sighs> Look forward to this chairman in that right. I brought my laptop to watch the game. Aye, oh, <laughs> I remember just like watching the game right. And I remember I can't remember why like obviously. Um, the game finishes big Benji Segrist was there on loan like now it's Celtic that back was he right and he's like I'm getting off I'm sick of this like just I don't need this I think he was on loan but he wasn't playing or something and I was like take me with you will you and did you just boost <laughs> so I just boost I, the, 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 some of the development days were like like building, watch the chairman drive his motor <laughs> building fires and all that like oh you fuck train, that like, you know what I mean so but it, uh, it, uh, uh, surely uh, surely nobody bought into that Everyone, there's always ones that buy into it, and there's always ones that Brown knows is a uh, this is brilliant. Aye. And then back to St. Martin after that. That was you. Championship at the time, Jack Ross. Did you, Aye, keep, so did you keep in contact with Jack Ross throughout your career? Not, not really. I, he'd been the coach for Paul at the Martin. That's right. Um, and Paul had kind of got closer and met him up when Paul was working in Glasgow. It's like one of those, like when you spoke to him again, it was like you'd spoke for, for years and years. But I remember just, I was. After Dundee and then I went down to Wickham, tried to stick out at Wickham for 18 months but it just got worse and worse and I was like, I'm in a bad place here, like, this isn't good. At Who drove you back up the road? The chairman? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the rest of the team club. <laughs> I remember saying, hey, so I'd already did agreed, agreed, uh, agreed with St Mum and I was just like, Gary Fins was like, I think I might chuck it honestly, like just let me go, I need up to Scotland, let him know. He said, like, you must have something sorted just in case. Nah, nah, just sick of it, this is no for me, I need up the road. I signed for St Mum the next, next day. day he's he, he's text, he texts well played. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> ah, good. Uh, but no, I, probably like my now wife, she was she was like, what are we doing this for? Like, oh, let's get back up. Like, we're, we're going to get married and kids and that. And I don't know, I thought, I'd just be Jackie's manager. I was like, do you know what? They're, <laughs> I think we're like 10 points behind the bot uh, bottom of the league. It's in the championship. Is this when you were bottom of the championship? That's right. Aye. Cause I remember phoning Jack and he's like, Do you, "Like, you sure? Like, you know where we are in the league? Like, we're no, it's oh, no fine. great. I think we'd lost like so many games in a row." And I was like, "No, do you know what? Like, what made? Sorry, can I just ask? What made you think of going to St. Man? Why not? Why did you not try and get another Scottish team? I, I don't know. I probably just the whole thing of like, I knew if if we could keep them up, I knew the potential. But I loved it at St. Man. Right. It's like the closest one to my house. We were, we were talking. We were getting married. It was like buying a house. Like we'd rented all the time in England. Going to buy a house. We're going to settle. Probably a wee bit for Ashley. Like just like back. And um, I mean, say two or three. Say a mother will come on. Like I tried to sign me. Would it have been different in the Premier League? Like 
you never know. But I just had my mindset on right. I know Jack. Um, he trusts me. I trust him. If we can pull this off, like I'll enjoy it again, and um, probably the best decision I made in my career. And well, you got promotion under Jack Ross as well, didn't you? Yep. I so I mean when I first went in, the first day we played Falkirk at home, and like because you look and you think like Lewis Morgan's there, Stevie Mallon, uh, David Clarkson, like no Andy Webster, like there's Kyle Hutton, like you look at the squad and you think uh, John Sutton, like that's punching. Like we only need to win X amount of games and we'll keep, we'll keep them up. Yeah. But the place was gone. Like I remember Stevie Mallon, like just <laughs> he was like stand finding What's until that? he eventually came off. I went on for him about fifty minutes. Like boys are just totally low Sorry. confidence, and I it was. So what changed? Well, obviously we signed. He signed uh, myself, Rory Loy, Cami Smith. Um, Boy Stelios, yep. Harry Davis. Um, Stelios, that the wee guy the bald head? No. That's the Coventry manager you're thinking. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris Coleman. Big tall guy, the wee guy. That was big Chris Stelios, Coleman. <laughs> we got, we got, was it the last day of the season you stayed at? Aye, so we drew at Hibs. That's right. Aye. I remember like... We shining at these, we're going to go down to League One. Aye. But honestly, like I don't know why, I just had a belief that we'd win the playoffs. Anyway, so like a wee bit of like great to get this done, and it was a major relief. Like it was a brilliant night out uh, after we'd done it. We probably should. Hibs, Hibs missed a big chance near the end. John put it in. John, John put an unbelievable ball in. So what happened what was we... air. I think Rafe won. Rafe, but there was a cheer for our end. We thought because if Rafe hadn't won, I think it was Rafe. We were safe anyway. So we had a cheer because we knew it was one each. We thought air had obviously made it two one. So no matter in the game, like John thought. And we all oh, thought we're safe yeah, anyway. We're safe. We're like that era winning. So if he'd scored that, we'd have been in the playoffs. Wow. Uh, I think it was by Grant Holt or something missed it or, or Cummins. Um, but it was a, it was a, it was a special six months. And then like, I just thought, see if we can keep these boys here and add a few. Like I remember telling Rory Lyle, like, please stay. Like we're going to win this league. Um, he wanted to go back to Falkirk, but just the disbelief that we were on a roll we just did so much momentum guys like Lewis Morgan Kyle McGuinness it was just like uh, we were a really good team was Jack Ross good? I was great with me I mean the first week I was in like he made me captain like took it off Andy Webster and to be fair with Andy Webster he would then stayed on to be a coach had a good relationship with him but um, right away he made the captain and I thought it made me better I became a better player Anything else? Yep. Questions on St Martin or are we moving on? It's Hibs in the Covid season and then it's Kelly Hibs a great move. There's another one. Stephen McGinn's fucking signed for Hibs. So you just fallen John or was John falling? No, you? it was Jack Ross, wasn't it? No, Jack Ross got the Hibs job. Nah, but obviously John played with Hibs at Mernes, but uh-huh. it was just falling. So, um, like, it was a Covid season, so St Mernes let me go. I, I was a wee bit gutted, like I thought. I'd oh, let you go. Continue. You know, playing? Just that the manager decided to let it? me go. Um, Jim Goodwin. So, as, I mean, it's time to go. Um, I thought it was going to... Play out my career there and then go on to do what I'm doing now, doing a bit of coaching. And it was like, it was a Covid season, like there was only one league starting back up. And I'd had an operation, so I hadn't another one in my knee. So by the time Covid had started up, that was just me back fit. So I hadn't played, and I'm thinking, how am I going to get a, a club here? And Jack had off because all the cutbacks with all the squads, like Jack's like, I can't sign that many people. Like, look, I don't know what you're wanting to do, but see if you can kind of come in as a coach, but like as an extra number for me for like. Just in case I need you, I know what you can do for me, players wise, if I ever need you. But mainly it'll be a coach. And I'm just like, I didn't want to do it, I still wanted to play, but I thought, what a brilliant opportunity and what is plan B? Like, didn't, nobody knew what was happening. Like, everyone out of contract must have been a horrible time. Yeah. 
just had had a baby, so I was just like, do you know what, I'm going to do it. So was it, I mean, it was a coach, first and foremost, I played a couple of games. Did you get to coach? Uh, did a bit, I mean, Jack's very hands-on, yeah. um, had a big say in kind of decision-making and seen the other side of it, which at times was, was an eye-opener, but um, I, uh, it, was, it was weird because from then on, from, from Hibs, because when I went to Morton, Morton was basically, I'm either going to enjoy this year or I'm retiring. Gus McPherson signed me for Morton. Did he, right? He phoned me up and just said, like, come and, come and play for me, eight games, keep us up. Um, and I said to Jack, I said, look, Jack, I said, um, let me do it, please. Like, I know we're, I think we had the Scottish Cup final later in the season, still had third to secure. But just like, please let me go. I need to know if I'm retiring that, like, time's up. Mm-hmm. And ended up going to Morton. We won the playoffs, really enjoyed it, and um, got the move to Kilmarnock. That's a great move. What age were you when you said McKelly? Uh, a couple of years ago now, 33. 33, yeah. Mm. That's mad as well, because, I mean, you end up playing... Basically, I had a consistent run in that Kelly team, didn't you? I and played then 40, again. I played forty games. Well, that was the object because it was a wee bit like that. Like once you've once you're in that mindset, it's about like it's weird because who's the Kelly manager then? It was Tommy Wright. Ah, right. So it's like every season, almost like your last. So like, I've kind of had that for the last few seasons. We are trying to soak up like everything yeah. to do it, and Kelly ended up being. I mean, the the, the whole season at Kelly was amazing. Like obviously, didn't want Tommy Wright to lose his job. Um, probably underperformed for him, but. Um, what it went on to be and some of the last year on it like some who were good lads who was good lads at Kelly loads of, I mean honestly I would hate to name people and miss, be the biggest squad ever I mean we had yeah. loads of so I'd hate to single boys out but some big characters I mean getting to see Kyle Lafferty up in the flesh was uh, an eye any good Lafferty stories carrying on it was just constant like honestly like constant like, I remember like you had to make sure Siri was off every day because he would just like he'd be like like Siri phone Tommy right I mean, in my eyes, I'd just been sacked, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember Be- Beckland Glass came on loan for Dundee United. And I remember just, like... So he, they didn't know the rules, like, Siri's got to be off. I remember he saying, text Tam Corpse. And he texted Tam Corpse with Declan Glass's phone saying, Gaffer, I've been done for drink driving. <laughs> <laughs> so Decky so Glass was, uh, I can't remember Tam Corpse's assistant. Dicky Glass is out training with like, the boys that hadn't played and he's got like six missed calls like for the assistant manager six for like the head of football or whatever Was it all Liam Fox's assistant manager? I, it was, it I was Liam Fox, Fox like it? just loads of missed calls and it was just honestly it was just constant like it was one day <laughs> he waited for Tony Dock to get out the shower but apparently like he, I don't know if it was a way dressing or something he hid in there he said he hid for like two hours <laughs> waiting for him he, like they must have had a meeting that day but he waited for Obviously, now Dundee manager to get out of the shower just so he could give him a fright. He was mental, man. <laughs> he videoed it. <laughs> that is brilliant, that. But uh, I, I, and the kind of coming in that season, like as I said, like we had, we probably, Tommy Wright probably too many options with too many players for each position. Yeah. And Dell came in, like, first thing, and first thing he did was he kind of settled in 11, didn't really go so well, then he settled in another 11, and that was it. But, he just, it was good, it was really good. He played that bro for last game, wasn't it? Remember that? Watch that. So aye. Aye. Both, both of them, whoever won, went up, wasn't it? That's right. Our bro probably. Did they, did they, did they, they scored. Our bro went up. I know what, I was just speaking to one of the old Kelly boys this morning, wee boy Callum Waters, about just like. Good player, left back. I said, because I wanted him to remind me what, because he's a good memory about the Tam Court story. Right. And he says, why didn't you tell me about the time? Made. There was these two boys, boy, Ewan Devaney and Jack Sanders, right? So Jack Sanders, big cocky lad, came up for England. 
same age as you and Deveni, who's he's just same as something. Deveni's went. He was at Airdrie on Aloha. Cocky lad out the youth team, right? Right. So Big Sandy thought he was a first team player. Like we used to, used to get some laugh. Used to give him some pain, right? But a good lad, honestly, a good yeah. lad. Meant well, but just some of the things that came out of his mouth. So he used to speak to Deveni like he was a young boy. But Deveni would be like, you're not a first team player. You're a scuddy too. Like <laughs> they were like this every single day. So Derek McKenna says, look, there's only one way to solve this. Let's have a one-on-one out in the pitch. So you put two goals in, Zach Hemmings and big um, Sam Walker mm-hmm. in each net. If you think Deveni will win, go behind that goal. Oh, yeah. This goal he's shooting in. If you think Sanders will win, go in behind that goal. So we all go in. Big squad, loads behind. So the atmosphere's tense, right? Because mm-hmm. Sanders is a first-team player, He's like left, I think it was Peanut, Paul Sheeran or a dog, I can't remember who's feeding in. I've, I think we've got the video of it somewhere. They feed it in so that Sanders can smash Deveni. Right. Like, he's got the, like, it was first to two. Right. But Big Sanders, like, pulls out it, no knowing whether to smash him or not. Deveni's nipped in, nipped round him, and whipped one, like, fuck on her. And you see all of us, like, we run in, like, celebrating. Right. Like, goes 1 0 up. So, anyway, you're thinking, like, Sanders can't lose this. Like, he goes on about being the first team player and that. Next one goes in, straight to Sanders again. Deveni takes the ball off him. And I swear scores a goal that he no, he doesn't he d- hadn't scored before. Yeah. Like takes him off him, just whaps one bottom whip, bottom in, and you just see us. Just yeah. oh, this is the best ever, honestly. I wish I love that. I don't know if I'd be allowed to class. share it, but that the video's worth watching. Uh-huh, that is so good. That's what I've Del- got a lot of stuff brilliant and stuff like that. Would you like Aye. I mean, the first thing he did for me was drop me. The last thing he did was release me. <laughs> but it was honestly like it was so good for me. As I said, he simplified the game for all of us. And just used to say to me, "Look, look, I never want you out the centre of the park. Like, I don't like my centre midfielders being at the centre of the park." And he just used to do wee things, whether he meant it or not. But he'd come and see me about two minutes before kick off, and he'd be like, "Look, you're the best midfielder in the park. Like you're me if I was playing. Like I just see me and you. You're you're a leader for me. You're the captain with it and armband." And I used to just say things like that to me. I feel annoyed. Probably didn't mean it, but I used to uh-huh. get chest it and go and go and play. That's brilliant. Isn't it? So you're at full cup now. Is this you? Are you thinking about retiring or playing as long as you can? Well, as I say, I, I, I've thought about retiring. Last, probably after the high of Kelly, like Kelly Abroff was that was special. The high of that. Uh, Probably the only time in the last few years I've not thought about retiring end of season. Retiring the high with Falkirk getting promoted? Aye, it's what I mean, I'll consider it. Um, I've obviously been out a long time. But can't get in the team, so they've no lost a game in the league this season. Who's played centre mid? Yeah, Brad, Brad Spencer, Liam Henderson. Liam Henderson like scoring Henderson. goals for fun. Brad Spencer's very underrated. Is that right? 20 Spencer? I uh, like him really. And Aidan Isbitt's having the season in his career, so um, it's going well. But as I said, I'm doing the coaching with St Mernon. Wait, what age group are you tennis? Under 16s. Good age group. Yeah. Uh-huh, enjoy it. Love it. We get a down yesterday off Celtic, but so we get just, some. What was your score? Five one. Did you try and sit in or did you go for it? No, no, no. We, I mean, we always, we always try and play. Um, but it was just one of those days. I mean, Quite, stand there. I've watched a lot of videos of St. Mungus on the posted sometimes. Some of the footballers play is incredible. All through the age group. I honestly like total football. Who does that come from? It's, it's just Alan McManus. It's entirely Alan McManus. Um, Scott Galloway, Craig McLeish, like run the, the program and this, this kind of set rules. So loads of talented kids, um, but chucked a wee bit yesterday. So we need to deal with that tonight. And what about giant manager? The future would you like to do it? Always, it's, it's like when you're younger and that play champ man and that you always want to do it. Uh, probably seeing what happened with Jack Ross in terms of some of the things you need to deal with makes you think twice about. I mean, are you ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I get myself ready so I can see where I'm going when I get out of <laughs> see if it was going to be you John and Paul who would be manager who'd be assistant who'd be first team coach Paul assistant and John the first team coach the joker 
All right, so part you'd put John, who everyone would want to listen to, is the, the Joker, huh? Aye, aye. John, get in there and tell him about the time you played against Van Dyke. Van Dyke, uh, Get his stories gone. What best game you've seen John play, sorry? Been a live. Best game I've seen him play? One man you could regret, like watching him. I was greeting when he scored the winner against uh, Derby in the playoffs. Oh, yeah? Banker was steaming. And I'd been steaming <laughs> for. We, uh, we won the playoff final the day before. They won the penalties. Dundee United missed all the penalties. So who so beat it, sorry? We beat Dundee United with St Martin to no, stay up. Right. So me and Paul and that team went out that night and then continuation into John scored the winner the next day at Wembley. So I think I was... Somebody came for the McGinn's, that, I, I think I was greeting, but I think it was just alcohol. Your, your, your mum and dad must have horsed each other. Like, <laughs> back, back <laughs> my mum said, going down to Wembley, she's like, like that's sick and relax now. No matter what happens today, if the worst thing happens to John is they don't get promoted, yous aren't relegated. So, But then he goes and scores the winner, outdoes us once again. That's incredible. <laughs> Unreal. Steve McGinn, what, 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 what a good interview. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.